everybody! Oh man, it is episode number 150 of the Griefed Podcast. That is an astounding amount of podcasts, only put to shame by like 90 of them that are on talk shoes still. I'm your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, is the column to my column, Alex. Yeah! I actually want, I totally forgot to do the air horn, I was gonna do it. Oh, yeah, hey Tiggs, it's, it's me! Oh, it's a party up in here this time! Oh, oh God, there's say. streamers and yep. balloons. Yeah, there's socks and everywhere. A, a piñata. A piñata. Uh, uh, there's, there's just a bathtub. Just a bathtub full of gifts. And there's solid gold iPads. No, only. solid gold. iPads, totally. But iPad 2s. Well, I mean, that. I don't. I think they stopped making them in solid gold after that. Uh, the, there's a, a solid gold uh, Zune. I thought I saw Zune recently, and I almost like flipped out. And then you realize it was a time traveler? <laughs> That's how you know. Like, people are just like, oh, but if people could time travel, then it would be blah, 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 blah. And like, no, no, no. You see someone with a Zune or, like, a creative uh, jukebox, too. I've got a Zen creative. Zen creative. ZX. Uh, they're time travelers. It's just a fact. What if, what if there's, like, so, you know, people say there's alternate dimensions, like the whole Bernstein, mm-hmm. Bernstein Bears thing. Yep, the Bernstein Bears thing, sure. Um, there, so is that if... actually a Bernstein Bear thing? You know, you know what I'm talking about? No. Where? Okay, so is it Berenstain Bears or Berenstain Bears? Berenstain Bears. No, it's not. It's Berenstain Bears. What? It's always been. See, this is a, this is like I feel like a party trick that people use to like like mess with their like high friends. What? Um, so, so I don't know if it works here. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh. What you do is, like, yeah, you ask someone that, like, and usually people say Berenstein Bears, because we all think that it's Berenstein Bears. No, because it is but Berenstein in fact, Bears. No, it's Berenstein Bears. It's, it's S-T, uh, like, stain, like, you stained your clothes. Um, A-I-N? A-I-N, or like whatever. Band? Um Yeah, it's, like, stained. Okay. <laughs> it's, like, stained the band. Um, oh, yeah, you should just live with that. No, but, like, it's always been, and people just keep misremembering it, and it became this whole, like, internet thing of, like, we're in an alternate dimension, man, because oh. okay, it's because no one can remember these kids' books. It's not like our memories were shitty when we were five years old. Holy shit, it is AIN. Holy. Yeah. So, you just got your mind blown. Welcome. You just took the red pill. Oh, my God. Uh, you now hate women. <laughs> <laughs> And you understand the Matrix. Yep. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's so, crazy. So, I, li- I had never heard that before. Okay, so yeah, that, that's the alternate dimension thing. Okay. And so now, okay. the thing we have to, supposing that, mm-hmm. there's also right now an alternate dimension where Zunes beat iPad, iPods. Yeah, sure. If everything is possible. Yeah. We're all using mini discs. Yep. No, I, 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 get, I get the whole, like, infinite realities. I just. Yeah. Did, but in all of those realities in my mind, it was Berenstein Bears. That's the crazy fucking thing about all of this. Everything else can change. There could be, like, dinosaurs, like, hanging, like, like it's the show Dinosaurs, but it's still called, okay. like, the Berenstein Triceratops or something like this. You could have said Brad, you could have <laughs> with another B one. I honestly couldn't think, because my mind was still so blown from this. 
Yeah, it's um, there's like whole subreddits dedicated to people like Everything. finding these like glitches in the Matrix, man. Oh, but you can just read it, you can just totally trip out on it. All right, just okay. put on put on some dark side. <laughs> dark side matches up perfectly with the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> yep, yep. There was also a cartoon of that, right? Yeah, I there think. was. Yeah, I had one of their books um, of all like science fair ideas. Really? Anything good? Yep. Anything you used? Nothing, none that you've heard about. Oh, snap. I don't, I don't know, get I don't, it. I don't, means... I don't actually get what you mean by that. <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be something sinister or weird. Oh, yeah, sinister. Pretty good movie. Uh, yep, Bagul's there. Bagul! Uh, so, Tiggs, you have been um, uh, 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 a traveling man. World you traveling. Just but first, you just got back from Calm. Hey, Calms. Hey, Calm. His bachelor party. I did get back from his. Uh, just get back from his bachelor party. Uh, now, it was in the like the Poconos or like just outside of it. Okay, what what was it? I am dying to know what his bachelor party would have been. Was it crazy? Oh my god, it was insanity. Like it, constant, it, constant insanity. There were so many midgets. I, well, first off, I don't know if we say that anymore. But... There were so many little people. All right, thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, no, it was fun. So we all rented a house. Um, by we all, I mean like one person did it, and then everyone just paid him. Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Through like, do you guys use Venmo, PayPal? Like, what was the uh... Uh, PayPal uh, for me? A lot of people were using Chase Pay, which I, I don't have Chase, so I can't get Chase I, Pay. I, I do have Chase, and I don't use that. Yeah, so I mean, apparently it's good. Uh, some people were paying in cash. Um, so we, uh, I drove up with uh, Colm, uh, my roommate Pete, and our. Uh, 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 high school friend Pat. Uh, it took like close to three hours to get there, and I love all the details that we all really care about. <laughs> I'm telling the story. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, just jump into it. That's what, like, yeah. Anyway, what is this King's Quest? No, this is Colin's bachelor party, but it didn't really match up. Um, just so the first night we pretty much just hung out and and drank a bunch. Uh, second day was paintball. Oh, yeah. Did you use like tactics, squad tactics, where you say an Oscar Mike, which you use hand signals to say like there's three guys over there. People were. I wasn't. <laughs> there's always those like old, there's always like those guys that like, you know, like everyone's like one of them was a Navy SEAL that like always takes it real seriously. Right, yeah. Uh, and then like, so there's a referee on every course that we went to. Uh, and it was actually this huge uh, like place. Indoor, outdoor? Outdoor. All outdoor. 60 courses. All outdoor. This thing was on, mm, like, delicious. hundreds of acres. Uh, yeah, very delicious. And, like, the the very last course we played was awesome. Because it, it was, it was like, a town. And, like, it was just in a town with just, like, emptied out, like, uh, facades of houses and buildings. That's uh, awesome. All right, that's it, cool. It was the fucking coolest thing in the world. And besides that, like, so getting hit with a paintball, if you have, like, enough shit on it's not that bad uh the yeah. one thing I, and i did uh, i was prepared okay, for this uh i had like like three layers on and then i got there and just like you could also rent this jumper and i was like okay give me the fucking jumper um so i was like fully i was good to go and like they sting but they don't hurt too badly the one thing i forgot was gloves so oh. i got tagged right in between um my thumb and index finger 
ah, like the right the, in the web. Yeah, like right in the web with my hand on the gun, like, and it just hit. You me. Have, and you do have really webbed hands. I do have very webbed hands, as we all know. See, if you didn't make me skip over the entire beginning of the story, people would know that. <laughs> You're right. Um, but yeah, getting tagged there was like, oh my god, I need this is this is horrible. This is this is terrible. Uh, the pain. But overall, like, paint... <laughs> the horror. <laughs> the horror. The horror. Uh, overall, paint pill, super fun. Um, but there was just, like, a lot of waiting involved. Like, it, we got there, it took, like, at least an hour for us to even get onto the course. Uh, but because this place was so huge that there was, like, a huge walking distance between each of the courses. So there was, like, a mile almost between each course. Uh, so it's just, like... You, like Wait, what? So you guys all had to, like, trek a hiking. mile? Yeah, you're basically, like, it, it fucking felt like Platoon. Like, we were, like, hiking across... All right, a mile. Oh. It's not a mile. Um, I mean, it was weird that Willem Dafoe was there. <laughs> he was on the other team. He's fucking good. Like, I don't know if you know this about Dafoe, but he plays. Bullseye. Yeah. Um, oh. But it was awesome. Like, I, that is something I would totally uh, do again. The one thing, like, you got you to move a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not that I'm against that, but I still have the fucking uh, plantar fasciitis, and it hurts like hell uh, when I'm standing. It was like five hours straight that w- that we were out there, and we only played like four times, and they were each like 15 minute rounds. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of like uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of times like if you especially if you get out, it's a lot of waiting around. Yeah, we did a respawn map one time. Like, we're, people are just like, you want to respawn? We're like, yeah, let's do respawn! Like, that kind of... And when you're in that oh, kind so of like, thing... It was you, like Titanfall and stuff like that. Pretty much, yeah. Like, you, you run back to the to the goal, you touch the, the post, and then you're back in. Um, which, which is like... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, like, it makes video games more fun, etc. when it does that. When you're actually, like, in a battle, like, it, uh, in, like, a paintball battle or whatever, where it's like, I guess you're, you're in a more realistic situation, you're just like, oh... This just doesn't even make sense. Like, this wouldn't happen. Like, this defeats the entire purpose of having the battle, is when you come back. Like, it kills yeah. the reality of it. Like, the uh, stakes are so low, because everyone was just like, well, let's just keep, just, just run straight in. You come back, you just run back to the thing, you just run back straight in. You're just like, oh. There's no more stakes. Yeah. Uh, Column made a Nuketown map reference at one point. Okay, good, good, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have that I in there. That's very appropriate order to get that yeah <laughs> are you hearing that um uh modern warfare remastered is actually it's the disc is required in order to play it i uh, did not know that wow they're really locking that thing down So they're locking that thing down like i think if you delete your like your digital uh digital download you can't play it so it's it so for like the pro limited edition like 150 dollar bundle i think of uh, Infinity, you get a standalone download. Everything else, you actually... What? Yeah. Uh, everything else, apparently, you still need to have the disc or the download installed. I guarantee you in six months, they're gonna I have a standalone. Like, uh, like, a month. Uh, people, There's gonna be an outcry about this, right? People are already... I love that people are mad that it's in space. They're not mad that. about... Well, I guess they are mad about this, probably. I'm so happy People about are mad space. about everything. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, but... Uh, well, uh, paintball sounds like it was a good time. Um, you know, it's... So we it's... Were, there was supposed to be a bunch more stuff, but, uh, like, we were supposed to go uh, whitewater rafting, and we were supposed to do ziplining, but there happened to be just, like, 
it was just like raining most of the time that we were there. Like we had we had our four hour window of like we can get outside right now. Let's go do paintball, um, and then it was pretty much raining the rest of the time. Now, now for paintball, did you buy a uh, Groupon for that a long time ago? And your friends, uh, <laughs> when they said they would. We bought that man. We were going to. Uh, one of the annoying things, uh, and I'm sure we would have run into this if we did it because there have only been four of us. But because there wasn't a big enough group, and we had 14 guys, but it wasn't big enough, so we actually had to, like, combine three groups together. Uh, so, like, we weren't all on the same team. Yeah. Uh, we, it was, we were just kind of, like, split between the middle. It just kind of had to be arbitrary about how we did split it up. And, like, I would have been fine, or I would have been happier if it was, like, just us against us or all of us on one team. Yeah. Like, that's the fun of it. Um, but, but just playing it in general, it's, it's fucking cool. The, the, the bolts, the paintballs like curve like crazy in the air. Well, wanted. Everyone's seen that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Speaking of wanted, Alex. Well, well, what wait. You've been wanting to play and play. Oh, I thought we were to talk more about your trips. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We could. Yeah. Oh, we could talk about my trips. Oh, where'd you go? Spend a night in Luigi's mansion. Oh, I have a funny story about that. Yeah, turned out um, it's gonna get a inheritance, so I went there. But nice. he had already cleaned up. He had already cleaned oh, up the ghosts. Oh man! So oh, it was actually sad. just a really it was a really nice night. Okay, that's, that sounds pretty good. Sounds yeah. pretty good. Uh, right, yeah. So I mean, the rest of the bachelor was pretty fun too. Uh, but we yeah we mostly stayed in and drank. But the house that we got was awesome. Uh, it was huge. I there mean, was... Switzerland. I mean, Switzerland, you goof. I know, I'm getting there. I just want to make Colin feel like he has, like, a, the full do. Like, all right, yeah, Colin, okay. I enjoyed myself, okay? Yeah. You're listening. I enjoyed myself. Stop thinking I didn't. Stop sending me multiple emails a day apologizing. That's weird, because you sent me all those, uh, <laughs> those snap images of you crying. Oh, yeah. Well, saying, I want to go home. <laughs> mommy, mommy. We're all um, gonna die, Lise. I meant soon. So did I. <laughs> um, Switzerland. I went to Europe. I've that never was... been to Europe before. That's. I've crazy. never been off this continent before. Uh, Canada. Yep, that's on this continent. This is that's part of. Uh, Mexico. Nope. California. <laughs> yep. I've been in the United States and Canada. I've only been to Canada twice, and both times were for a Shakespeare festival. So. <laughs> Stratford, Ontario. I highly suggest it. I, don't even, I think it's just always Shakespeare because it's Stratford. Um, but anyway, Switzerland. Holy crap! Holy crap! What a beautiful country. Yeah. Zurich. Amazing. Amazing. Bern. I felt like it was in a fucking fairy tale. No joke. Like I was looking out the. To be fair, you did push an old lady into a oven while you were there. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, <laughs> you could pay money to do it. It was in the yeah, Einstein Craig, house. Craig, Craigslist. Yeah. It gets real weird over there. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they're into some weird stuff. Cheese, chocolate. I was trying to think of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Burn like, literally looked like it was out of a fairy tale. And my girlfriend had gotten like the best hotel rooms, which was awesome because it had an amazing view. And I looked outside and I was just like, this looks like Beauty and the Beast. This is crazy. This looks like the town from Beauty and the Beast. And, like, and like, I was going to be like, all right, yeah, no, I think it's going to be beautiful, but, like, you know, I've, I've, I've traveled around in, like, the States. I don't know if it's going to blow me away. Fucking blew me away. Completely fucking blew me away. 
I gotta go to more European countries and cities now. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, apparently! I gotta get to Greece! Yeah, you do? Yeah, are the, do they well, still have social you... unrest? Yeah. Alright, maybe a little later. Yeah, I think maybe wait. Mm-hmm. Or go back in time. Ah, there we go. Yeah, oh, I just have to ask the people. Berenstein or Berenstain? And then they, uh, that, that's how you get a, uh, a robot Ooh. to, to self-destruct. That's how you know. You ask it why. It's like in Austin Powers when he's just too <laughs> sexy. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Okay, well, you gotta wait for I Touch Myself to play. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch Austin Powers again recently. Yeah, you know what's really funny now looking back on it? When they, when they're like, when Austin Powers and Austin Powers, he was like, she was a fembot. <laughs> And like, and then Basil Exposition just goes, "Yes, sadly, we, we knew the whole." <laughs> <laughs> I never found that funny. I found that hysterical until like now, like looking back, like that's very funny. That's very funny. He just fucking glosses over the whole thing. Like, yeah, let's move on. Speaking uh, of moving on, yeah. I know, but uh, Switzerland, have you been? <laughs> no, I, I have. I have not. No? Okay, you have been around Europe though. I mean, a little bit. I've been to. Um... You've been to Greece. Yeah, Greece, Paris, uh, Holland. I really want to go to, to Paris. Um, London. Well, not part of the Europe. Not yeah, not part of the part. EU anymore. But no, yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 I, you know it's lovely. Like I, I would I I would love to go to go to Switzerland. Now, did you get did you get anything weird? Did you buy anything crazy when you were there? No, like, not really. Chocolate or a watch? Did you go to a watch? Factory. I saw. I was in some stores with some watches. I saw some pocket watches, and I was just like, "When I start wearing like a suit jacket every day, I'm buying a fucking pocket watch." You're just gonna become a train conductor. Kind of. Is that a bad dream? Yes. No. <laughs> Beyond how I hate train conductors. Uh, but went to the Einstein House. Uh, oh, which, which was cool. Until you, like, read all the backstory, and you're just like, man, Einstein was not like, all that good, we're like, dude. We're like, nice house, Einstein. Hey! Did anyone do that while you were there? Nope. Don't, there were no other English speakers in the Einstein house. I bet some of them did. Some, some of them probably said it. I bet everyone there speaks English. I bet it's super convenient. There, It actually is very convenient. Almost everybody speaks English. Uh, actually, to... yeah, pretty much everybody speaks English. You don't have to try at all. I know! That's what was the best part! That's why I was like, this is the per- like. Yeah, this was the perfect st- city to, like, start on. And, like, my my first European adventure and shit, like, this is the easiest one to get accustomed to. Well, I'm glad it sounded like an excellent adventure it and was. not a bogus journey. I knew you were doing it. I knew you were doing it. Alex, speaking of excellent adventures. <laughs> yeah, let's, 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 let's fucking start get into this, this shit. 20 minutes in. Episode uh, 150, at least 150 minutes long. <laughs> Ooh, all right, let's shoot for exactly 150 minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what are you playing? It's been a while, uh, it's been like three weeks. Yes, it has. I have not been playing that much, I will warn you. Good, uh, because so you know me. Yeah, you played a lot. Um, I played a lot of like a couple of all games. the same, and it's all the same game practically. Oh my god, I hit 46 hours on the train coming home. Oh my god, you're a sick, sick man. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, not like I'm stalling for time or anything, but um, I played Pac-Man Championship Edition DX2. Okay, that's right. You were talking to me about that the other day. I totally forgot this came out. 
Yeah, so did I. And I had my 20% off coupon for the PlayStation Store. So I thought to myself for buying, you know, more than two oh, right. PlayStation Play games. So I thought to myself, Alex, can you use this on a whole cart full of games? And then I answered back to myself, well, try it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, good point. <laughs> um, and I was like, you don't have to be you a dick about it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. And, and so uh, I, I did, and it worked. I could nice. get um, a whole bunch of stuff. What'd you get? So I did. Yes. I bought a lot of things. I'm not searching for a controller right now to search to start up my PS4 and see what I played. Um, but yeah, so I got this, this podcast was a complete surprise. You didn't have any time to figure this out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's not like I was home all day. All day. Yeah. Hey, I tried to go in. You did. Yeah, should we talk about your job? Fire. That's fucking huge. It's not, it's not huge. I, I, what do you mean? Doing things. I'm doing things. Hey, we all do stuff. We all got to pay the bills. Am yeah. I right, guys? How are you liking it so far? Do you want to say what job. it is? Do you want to say where it is? No, do you want to say who it's fun. for? Do you want to say your address, your telephone number? Yeah, yeah I'll start with Social Security. Okay, yeah, let's start there. Um, but, like, yeah, so, so yeah, I, I've been working a couple things, and, uh... Yeah, I, I like I make it sound sketchy. Yeah, you really did. Um, like you, you had and, to fill out a W two, right? Yeah. yeah, so it's not that sketchy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's Pac Man, uh, Championship Edition two, and it is not very good. I love the original Pac Man Championship King Edition DX. <clears throat> DX DX though, right? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> right. Yeah, the first one was great. There was like the line of ghosts that were following you and stuff like that. Well, um, that's what happens. You still race by ghosts to wake them up. Okay. Um, and then they kind of all now, follow you. Yeah, they all follow in a line. Mm-hmm. But now what happens is, as you're doing that, you have, like, you're filling up a meter at the bottom. Okay. That's the point of each level. Okay. So you're filling up a meter, and yeah. when it fills up, you get um, either a power pellet. Yeah. Or a fruit, like a like a bonus, whatever, fruit. Okay. That's how you go to the next level is by getting one of the fruits, and you okay. go, like, kind of go down into like the next layer of levels. And right. that's that was, when things. That's how it was in DX too, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, but now, but the power pellets is different. Like power pellets, you could just get before, right? Yeah, yeah. Like so now, when you you can hit a ghost up to like three times in a row without dying. Okay, that's weird. And that's that's weird. And now what happens is the ghosts get angry, and that's when they really chase after you. So, Other than that, they're just kind of mindlessly moving around. Does the three hits, um, like if you if you go to the next level, do you get the three hits back, or are you wherever you left off? You like wait a little while and get your three hits back. Okay, okay. So they regenerate. There's one level where the like the tutorial, where the point is to be able to hit a ghost more than three times. Oh, okay, okay. I got gotcha. you. So so it's like not. Like, I still have died a couple of times when ghosts get mad at me. Are there still lives? Yeah. Okay. So they're they're using bolt. Yeah, and it's just like, it's, I don't know. But this is supposed to be a tactic to get, like, more, uh, like a higher score. I don't know. It It really doesn't feel like it. Like, I just end up barreling ghosts a bunch of times now just to get past them and wake up more. Right. And now when you get your power pellet and you got yeah. this chain of ghosts, and before it was so satisfying, you would just go, like, like you would just like eat right through them. It was amazing. Now it's a cutscene. What? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. 
Oh, that's terrible. And it was so satisfying. It was so awesome because you would be going through, you'd have this long line of ghosts, and you just, like, watch Pac-Man just, like, like get him in. There was, like, all these, like, like cacophony of sounds. That they, like, it was really, really good. Nice use of It felt good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now it's, like, uh, a little cut thing, and, like, it'll just, like, go to, like, a thing where you have no control, like, a little cut scene, and it just shows him, like, kind of going through and eating them real fast and that goes back. so stupid. And now you have bombs. And you well, you always bomb have bombs. Jumps. Yes, but now you bomb jump, use them to jump back to the beginning. What? So you can go and you can eat all the pellets. You've earned enough to get the meter up. Right. So you've got your, your bonus strawberry or whatever at the beginning. You press the bomb button and you warp back to the beginning and you eat it. Okay. This game isn't very fun. I don't understand. It's stupid. They just, like, they made Pac-Man kind of not good. Are the levels, like, so big that you would need that? No. The levels are normal size for a DX game. And what's the point of the... Okay. That's weird. That's very weird. Yeah, I, I'm, had, I'm not super... Someone had, like, ideas that they were like, no, fuck this. These ideas are going in. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't care what they did to Pac-Man. <laughs> and, like, they had this fucking amazing game, and they decided to overthink it instead of just making another one. DX was amazing. DX was amazingly yeah. fun and satisfying. This is just mediocre at best. So depressing. Pac-Man deserves better. He, do, he does. Probably? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, yeah. yeah. Have you Maybe watched those Pac-Man cartoons? Nope. Are you? I am not right now. That's... <laughs> if that's what you mean. Mm. Okay. Um, All right, so what else, the though? Mega Man Legacy Collection. Hmm. Okay. Tell me about Land. the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Guys, it's Mega Man. It's on PS4. And everything else. It's on literally everything right now. Um, it is. I thought about getting it for 3DS. It, it was on sale for PS4 and for... And you have the 20% off. Yeah, but the 20% off is just a blanket thing. Like, it won't... Right. Oh, okay. Uh, it was also on sale on PC, I think, recently. Nice. It was on sale yeah. on, on 3DS not too long ago as well, but I, I think it was like 10, and I should have picked it up. It's Mega Man. And yeah. it's really good. It's really difficult. It turns out those games are really hard. Is it one through seven? It's one through six. One through six. Okay. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, what was seven on? Was that PlayStation? Eight was PlayStation. Nine and ten I, I, were like nine, nine, ten were PS3. PS3 and anything else. We wear. And we wear. I remember what seven was on. Anyway, so how did they play? Which one did you jump into first? I started with the first one, hmm. and I made it through Fireman. Okay, that's pretty good. And I'm on, uh, I think I was on Iceman. Okay. And I died a lot. Yeah. Those and, games are tough. And I was like, I was playing this while I was downloading other games I bought. Mm-hmm. And I very pissed was off. was getting really angry. Mm-hmm. And I was just like half playing the games, half looking at how long it would take me to download the stuff so I could stop playing this. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Okay. That's not speaking... Great. How was the uh, the how's the emulation? It on it? No, it actually looks really good. Okay. And and no, it's just speaking to my okay, ability to play. Abilities, but like, it still plays. Like, it, does it still feel good. like you're playing Mega Man? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it still controls music, well. Music. Like, you go back to like a Mario or a Zelda, and you can just jump back into them. Uh, there are older games that aren't quite as easy to jump back into. Does Mega Man still hold that? Oh yeah. Okay. It's. I mean, yeah. like, it's. If it, it, yeah, again, like, it, it feels good. I don't like, go back to Mega Man that much. I don't either. I honestly, I played 9 and 10, 
for about half an hour. I could beat the first guy. I could beat like one guy usually. And I then... tried. I really wanted to get into nine to ten, and it was just brutal. Yeah, I'm not good at video games. No, me either. That's why I I that's why I play so many wussy games, that's guys. Why I play JRPGs because you can just level the dude up. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you're playing Final Fantasy 15, only a dude up. Hmm. Hmm. I still have it pre-ordered. Fucking Last Guardian got delayed. We know we covered this last two. Dude, I'm still pissed. The game's never coming out. Anyway. It is absolutely is Tiggs. Have you gone, hey, have you gone back to No Man's Sky at all? Nope. Nope. Did you? Me neither. Okay. Nope. Let's, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll do this check-in again in two weeks. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> so same are, segment. Are you going to keep going into Mega Man, or did you, was it just like oh this was fun for a little bit? I actually want to beat all like I I want to beat the first three. That's I love my three. goal. Three is my favorite. Yeah, I love Rush. It's great. I, that that is that is what I want to do. I just want to get through those three, and then I can never have to play it again. Okay. I never really played four, five, and six like at all. Two and three were the two that I actually played as a kid, and then like uh, like growing up. Yeah, I rented them. Um... Mostly three. Those those first few like I I vivid remember memories of like reading the back of like like photocopied instructions that yep. were like glued onto a back of a box. Yep, got them from Blockbuster. Yeah, yep. uh, Wegmans for me. Oh, Wegmans, all right, all right. Then I played in its entirety oh. in one sitting. Oh, this next game, The Bunker. Ooh, sounds sexy. Oh, it is. Oh yeah. All right, tell uh, me about the bunker. What is this? I, th- I feel like I've seen something, like I've seen like a review so... or something like that. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like it's been on a website. Someone has mentioned the the bunker in my feedly feed. Uh, wait, is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. I don't think most people use it anymore, but uh, probably not. Still using it. So this is a FMV adventure game. I'm into it. And I mean, like, there is there is very little that is pre-rendered. Like, it is mainly a dude standing that is video. Awesome. Around a lot of videos. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. and it's starring Ori from uh, Ori the Hobbit. Ori in the Blind Forest? Oh. Never mind. Yeah, no, it's not Ori in the Blind That's where Forest. I heard it. I saw, like, a headline that was like, The Bunker, blah, 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 one of the Hobbits. And it's starring a chick from Penny Dreadful. Haven't seen that. No one has. <laughs> Josh Hartnett probably hasn't. Mm-hmm. Is he in it? <laughs> you know what? I don't even know. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. Regardless, he wouldn't watch it. <laughs> He's too busy watching. Lucky number 11. Oh, lucky number 11. Shout and, out. And the beginning of Sin City. Oof. Lucky number 11. Not bad. It's actually totally not bad. Yeah. Right? Like, it's dumbest name in the world. Oh, terrible name. Terrible marketing campaign, too, because, like, all the trailers and stuff made that movie have to be way funnier than it actually was. Also, the name. And they also kept punching you in the stomach every time you asked someone about it. Well, yeah. I mean... Seems like a weird campaign campaign. to... Because I don't want to talk about the movie anymore. It's guerrilla marketing, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, The Bunker... Yeah. uh, It's this game where... It's a used game very, I guess, kind of loosely... Um, it's kind of a mix between, like, pixel hunt type stuff and QTEs. Okay. So, you're uh, a guy that's born to hmm. some lady in a bunker. A mother, as, possibly? 
Yes. I'm on, yeah, you got it. Oh my god, you played it. <laughs> uh, as like a nuclear war is happening in England. Okay. And as you're growing up, you're kind of seeing flashbacks from your childhood, okay. and then yourself as like a thirty-something-year-old man. Okay. And it turns out that at you some point when you were younger, there was an accident that left you and your mother being the only two people left. Or are you in the bunker? All right, spoilers. Are you? Wait, can I give spoilers right yeah. now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you absolutely are. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's just you and your mom? Uh, no, your mom dies in the beginning. Oh, my God. Just so you? Then you're by yourself. And then you have to like, keep up your routine to keep your sanity kind of. Oh, this is... And, spoiler alert, your routine lasts one time. <laughs> and then everything starts breaking, and you have to figure out a way to get out. What happens when you get out? Nothing. It's the end of the game. <laughs> Absolute spoilers. It's only about two hours long. Okay. What's, the, what's like, it on? It's on PS4... Xbox One and okay. PC. Okay. Um, for fifteen bucks, maybe it's a bit much for a, you know, ninety-minute, two-hour game. Still good to but see like an FMV game on a console. Oh yeah, and it plays well. Okay. As That's far good. as that goes, like again, it's very, I mean, it could be very pixel hunty. Right. Well, like you're sometimes going for, like there was one point, the guy was just stuck in a loop, like hurt on the ground for a little while. Awesome. And I couldn't find the right the right little pixel to find the next thing to trigger awesome. more happening. So I just watched the same loop for about five minutes. That's awesome. All right. That sounds pretty good. There's about like three maybe puzzles in the whole game. Okay. Are there um, trophies? It feels like, yes. Oh, they are generous with the trophies. There we go. Each chapter, each scene rather, is a silver trophy. There you go. Collecting everything uh, and you get everything as long as you stay on the path of the game. Nice. Uh, you I hit get trophy level happened. 18. I don't know if I told you. But you didn't. I did. I'm up to the next... That's two trophy levels this year. That's very impressive. I've only done one so far. Here we go. Get on it. Go go finish uh, Mirror's Edge. Oh, God. I can't play those last three missions. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I gotta say, like, I, I found myself really, like, liking this. Like, I thought the acting was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought the atmosphere was cool. Okay. Um, it's super like low, but like it feels like a like one of those Netflix movies that you just kind of stumble upon. Right. That is not Hush. very good. Yeah. Oh no, but Hush is awesome. It? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why would you? S- well, because I didn't hear that not very good part. No, no, but it's like it's like not great, but like not bad. Like you know, it's like totally like. I, I Hush can... is good. I, I I agree with you. Hush scared the shit out. I had to turn it off. I liked it. <laughs> I, you didn't even get past the credits. <laughs> I got like 15 minutes in, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm alone in my apartment, and I live on the first floor. Now, and you're deaf. Yeah, and and yeah, and yeah, mute. Yeah. That was a good movie. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Guys, from the guy that made Oculus. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and it's weird that he also um, funded all these right-wing online trolls. Did he? No. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was look. I was gonna say like, what? Another Oculus guy? Yeah. No, it's fucked up, man. Um, but no, the bunker. I actually totally like when it goes on sale. I totally recommend it it because I, I really enjoy. Like, again, it was like yeah, it was like watching like one of those or like a Ponty pool or something like that. Like, what does we think? I don't know what this is, but I'll throw it on Netflix, and you're like, 
not great, but totally good. Okay. Like, this is totally watchable. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the 90 minutes or so went by real fast. Um, and I liked, like, it's something that you could put in front of someone that wants to watch. Like, not, like, I don't know what movie to watch. You'd be like, well, let's do this. Right. Let's play the bunker. That's cool. Yeah. That sounds good. I, I really liked it. And then that leads into the last game I've not quite finished, okay. but I'm loving so far. Virginia. Yes, tell me about Virginia. Um, well, it's this train song. Isn't there one brown, called brown Virginia? Oh no, it's the like that, the where she cries. The we've talked about the song on on this fucking podcast before. Oh yeah, the, we also have that best. This of... is the story of a girl. It's like tell Virginia. There's a song called something Virginia, I think. By train. I swear. Anyway, um. Oh, bless you. Wow. Oh, meet Virginia. Yeah. She Thank don't you. own a dress. Her hair is always a mess. If you oh, catch God. her stealing, she won't confess. She's beautiful. <laughs> she smokes a pack a day. Wait, Virginia, that's me. Your... But anyway. What? <laughs> I think there's a lot of weird things happening in the song. This is fucking a... Man. Right, yeah, so she... Wait, that's me, but she doesn't care a thing about that. Hey, she thinks I'm beautiful. Meet Virginia. And I will. She never compromises, loves babies, and surprises. <laughs> Do you think, like, you surprise? What if you surprise her with a baby? Oh, that would be insane. She would go, uh, she would flip her shit. She didn't steal everything from you. <laughs> and you'd be like, Never confess. Virginia, did you do this? No. Oh, Virginia. Uh... Sorry. It's just Gilly in my head. That's all I think about. Because <laughs> her hair's a mess. Uh... <laughs> all right, tell me about Virginia, not the state. Uh, it takes place in the state. That's oh, why it, that's what it's called. it is called that. Okay. Um, this game is it must share people with like Blendo games because this like is 30 flights. thirty flights of Lovin'. Yeah, um, it's very tightly like edited and directed to make it like it's really snappy. Like okay. you open like it, the game like opens with like you like opening a briefcase and as you're about to see like it like cuts to something else. And, like, there's, like, weird, like, at one point you're, like, graduating from, like, the FBI in the beginning. Marcellus Wallace's soul? Well, it turns out. Okay. Um, and you get put in a gimp suit. <laughs> it gets weird. That would, if that's what this fucking, oh, my God. But that's what they're the going for, though. That's actually, you're not far off. Like, okay. they are going for, like, a Tarantino-esque thing. And, like, you, you, like, at one point you're, like, you're graduating from the FBI and, like, um, you're, like, walking across the stage and it becomes, like, a weird dream sequence type thing as you're doing that of like you underwater and everything's all crazy and so like, like they're going for a very specific experience and you can only interact with very set things okay so it this holds sounds... your hand but okay. i have this... to say like storytelling wise there's no talking in this game at all okay so i'm intrigued so you'll do like like you're you're this FBI agent lady and you're sent to investigate another like you're doing an infer- internal affairs investigation on another lady and you're both put on another case of a missing kid. Okay. So you're trying to investigate that while at the same time investigating her and she doesn't like you at all. So like you'll at one point you like again this like speaks to the editing which is so good like you will go to reach a like 
uh, like you guys are a diner together. You'll go to reach like a Splenda. And as you're going to put that in there, like it cuts to like you, her walking away without playing, paying the check. Oh, you okay. pick up the check and look at it. And then it cuts to you in front of the house of the kid. And the check becomes your FBI badge. And you like you press X to like drop it down and show like the dad. Very stylish. It's very stylish. Okay. And it's like a very like storybookish type cell shading to it. Okay. Uh, so it like looks amazing. And it's all kind of about like you noticing these details okay. and like picking up the story as you go along. Like kind of that feels like the game to me. It's like cool. I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up right now. I don't know if you should get it on PC or uh, PS4. Uh, it's only ten bucks too. Yeah, it's Which, totally worth it. Yeah, like it's apparently a couple hours long. Okay. Uh, this sounds really cool. It's in terms of like how stuff is made and presented. Like you don't see like again like Thirty Flights Eleven. That was a fifteen minute long right. game that did this, and I enjoyed it, but it felt like very like proof of concept kind of like it was like oh can we make a game like this this feels like a really fleshed out polished version of that kind of thing where it's like oh can we make a indie movie in instead of indie game the movie this is indie movie, the game oh oh wow it's only 8.99 right now on ps uh four yeah totally totally recommend it add to cart can uh yeah show cart? I, yeah show us everyone to check out Confirm purchase. Enter password. I want there to be a supercut of all the times you've bought something on the podcast. <laughs> it happens. Oh, I have to give my CSV number. I don't know where my fucking. All right. So Virginia right. recommended. Totally recommended. Okay. I think it's it's one of the most interesting games I've played in a while. Okay. Awesome. If I haven't finished it yet, I'm only an hour in. The story is definitely heating up and all that, and I'm hoping that holds together as this style and doesn't get boring. Right. That's one thing I'm worried about. Or if, like, the story itself is disappointing, then in turn, probably the whole game is. So, that's that's kind of the problem with stuff like this, is like, yeah, well, if you don't end up liking the characters of the content, then the whole thing's a wash. Yeah. No, that's true. And that's why, but it seems like it has at least a lot of uh, interesting backdrops, interesting storytelling methods, and very cinematic. Mm, yeah, and we'll get to that later, maybe. Yeah, we will. Uh, all right, Tiggs, that's it for me. That's it? Yeah, that's really it. Okay, yeah, all right. And it took like 45 minutes. Only to, well, you know, there's that first 20 minutes of us talking, as there always is. Um, okay, well, Alex... Before we go any further, there's something that we promised the audience last time that we were going to talk about, that I was going to talk about. Okay. So that's why we got to talk about Designated Survivor. Um, what is this again? <laughs> Designated Survivor, the new Kiefer Sutherland show. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the one that I was super excited about and like knew the day that it was going to come out and everything. Oh wow, okay, how was it? It's dumb, I love it. Like, it's, um, it's really, there are some really, really dumb moments uh, in the show. Like, so uh, there's, like, a huge terrorist attack, and Keeper Sutherland is, there's always, like, a designated survivor during the State of the Union, um, uh, so that, like, in case of this happening, uh, there's someone there that, to, like, chain of command will end up running the country. Uh, so Keeper Sutherland ends up becoming the uh, president, 
Uh, first episode is actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, this it's got what is like... his, what is his job? Well, he's president now. Well, no, but before, like, is he? He was like uh, head of like housing and development or something like that. Okay. Now, does this prove to be useful later on? It has not yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not in the first two episodes or so. All I've seen the third episode uh, premiered on uh, like Tuesday. I totally thought it was a Thursday show, so I'm gonna watch it right after this. Okay. Um. But yeah, I, it, there are so many dumb things. Um. And it now, like, like to the point does where does he have, have like, kids that he can't connect with? He's actually connecting with his kids pretty well so far. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. It does. Oh, right. you know what? The son's a little off. You know, he's, he's like he's, the kid. Is the is is he like a sarcastic daughter? No, the well, the daughter is like eight, and she's just okay. like the adorable daughter. Oh, okay. Uh, the kid, uh, the boy is definitely like a teenager. You know, he seems in the first one like selling drugs. <gasps> yeah, no. Yup. Yup. And he's just like, oh, I don't want to have to do with my dad being the president and all the new responsibilities I have to have. Um, stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I've been enjoying it. I, I, I honestly have been. I like seeing Kiefer. I, I like thinking that, like, maybe he's actually Jack Bauer. Like, mm. he's just like, Jack Bauer took on this, this new life. And, like, this is where he is. And now he just happens to end up becoming the president. So where is at least the Cuthbert then? That's a good question. Maybe she shows up later. Again, only two episodes in. There's a lot of time That's for drama. True. We got a lot of drama coming. But yeah, I'm giving it. I'm giving it the two thumbs up. Everyone should go check it out. It's so the difficult to do up. this to this fucking podcast where I can hear myself. It's so annoying. I thought you fixed that. No, no, no. I can still hear myself. Um, thanks, Skype. Pick that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of games to talk about. Oh, man. And I've got a lot of RPGs to talk about. Oh, boy. Yeah, but let's uh, we'll get there. Um, so I played some more Picross 3D Round 2, which is still proving to be awesome. This is a great game. I'm just really... Um, I'm enjoying having uh, a bunch of yeah. new Picross 3D puzzles. It is. It definitely is more difficult uh, with the two colors. Um and that's, like, uh, I, I didn't used to fault that much in a puzzle, and I would get through a lot of them with maybe, like, one or zero, and now I, I find myself getting to, like, three, four, like, pretty much every puzzle. And I, I bet if I just, like, looked at it a little bit longer, took it slower, it'd be fine, but, like, yeah, I know. Uh, but I really like it. Like, I don't know if you picked it up yet, but totally should. Not. It is great. I have not touched my 3DS in so long. Oh, my God, dude. That is, I have been playing so much 3DS. And honestly, like, it calls me a lot. And I usually just, like, let it hey, go to voicemail. Alex, what's going on? You want to you wanna play? Uh, you know, I'm really busy this weekend. Um, oh, I got, oh, that's Yeah, yeah, really I got to, really you know. We get together again. Ah, uh, I would, but I just got this cold. I don't want to get you sick. I'm doing oh, you a favor. Oh, let's say, yeah, I just got over one of those myself. Oh, I understand. There's something going around. Yeah, there definitely is. Oh, I mean, just give me a call. Stuff? Yeah, well, just text me. Tell okay. you what. Yeah, totally. Yeah, if you ever want to hang out, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. I like that the 3DS is like a towel Like, I really need <laughs> It's the only voice I have. Come on. I don't have many voices. It's this and towel Yeah. Um. Uh, but I'm guided by voices. Oh, nice. I haven't listened to that <laughs> voice in a while. I used to, like... Slam dunk. <laughs> uh, but Picross 3D. It's more Picross 3D, and that is a good thing. That's, okay. that's my stance on that. Um, 
I picked up uh, Dragon Quest Seven on 3DS that came out recently. That did. Yeah, I played like I've only played like three hours of it uh, so far because another game came out like the next week and that sort of just took over everything. But I actually really like Dragon Quest Seven a lot. Um, so it still feels very old school in that like. How old is that one again? Uh, it was a PS2 game. I think it was okay. 2005, 2006, something oh, like that. Wow. Um, but like so. You know, it's like third-person dungeon crawly, and then you go into um, the first, yeah, person stuff, yeah. And that's cool. I'm totally. I like all that. Like, it's it. It looks great. Like, they definitely it sounds like you're cool it. with it. Yeah, and like so, uh, like when you're reading all the lines of text and the dialogue, you actually have to pay attention because like uh, there's no map marker, so <sighs> you don't really know where to go next unless you're actually paying attention to what's happening. And I found that to be a lot of fun to just be like really warped into the world. And like, it's not the only game that does that. Uh, yeah. But like, for whatever reason, this was the game that like it was doing it. And I, and I was willing to give into it. Um, it is like, it, it's really cute. Uh, the art style, everything, um, you know, it's, it's, it is just like a classic JRPG. I've never finished any of the dragon quest games before. I have not. I'll be honest with you. I have not either. Yeah. Um, I've I've picked up a bunch of them. I have all the ones that were on like the DS, uh, all the re-releases, and um, I think eight was also or nine was on the DS. Uh, and I picked up one of the PS2 ones, uh, eight on the PS2. I, I had that, um, but never finished any of them. Uh, and then of, of course seven is like apparently the longest, so I'm probably not going to finish this. But I'm enjo- I enjoyed the time that I played of it so far. And yeah, I'll definitely how long back. are these supposed to be? Like, a million hours? Well, I think most of them are, like, a good like, 30, 40, 50. Something like that. This one is apparently, like, 100 at minimum. That's a lot. That's a lot. And, and like, you can see, like, the value proposition of that, but it's just, like, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's good. Uh, I don't know if there's a demo of it. If there is, I would uh, recommend checking it out, because just, like, to jump in the beginning, see what the art style looks like, see how, how nice it looks and everything. It it's just like it's adorable, and and I I was like really just it was like having a good time playing it and and feeling like oh I'm a kid playing a game again like that's kind of what playing this game uh, brings you back to. All right, yeah, I can I can I can go with that. And this is a forty dollar. I think it's thirty. It might be not 40. too bad. Yeah, it's one of the two. Um, but yeah, it's it's totally good if you like the Dragon Quest games. Uh, it, it's usually ranked. Somewhere in like the middle to top tier of all the games. I was looking up lists of best Dragon Quest games, and it's always uh, like it's never at the very top, but it's it's never in like the bottom half either. Um, <laughs> so it's middle of the road Dragon Quest. It's middle of the road to a little bit better than middle of the road. Um, Probably wh- is it better than Weep Tree? Come with me. What? You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea like, what you're talking about. This tree is oh, sad, oh, oh, so the, I'll be the, your dad. The, uh, the world trees woe and the blight of the world blow. Yeah, what I said. Blow. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, yes, this is better than that. That was just uh, Dynasty Warriors ripoff. Uh, yeah, this is like the uh, the classic uh, Dragon Quest like formula. What they do, what they do, great. Um, so it's in the same line or in the same vein. I played a little bit of Dragon Quest Builders. Um, like very much in the same vein. Uh, well, it's because it's, it's Minecraft, but with with Dragon Quest. What? Yeah. So weird. Why did Dragon Quest do this? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, is the it's... Dragon Quest brand this strong? I don't think so. Not here, at least. 
In Japan, it still might be. Um, but this seems fine so far. I'm there, I've only played some of the demo because that's all that's out right now. Uh, but like the Vita and PS4 demo are currently on the store. The game comes out next week. Um, it's pretty get fun. It? I'm. I, I mean, probably. It's me. Like what? What? You like, did buy Vermintide? I did buy Vermintide, and it is sitting on my table right now. Did you get it? I forgot to, but right, I'm going to. I can't. I, I don't think I could play that game by myself. Yeah, I don't think I would play that game by myself because it's online co-op. It's only, 11... right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not jumping into that by myself. Um, but yeah, Dragon Quest Builders seems fine, but I really haven't put that much time into it to actually get like a good opinion about it. Um, Legend of Heroes: Trials of the Cold Steel Dose. Still playing it. Uh, How many hours into that one are you? That, that one, not that many. It's just like, I think just over ten. Um, oh, okay. So it's not too bad right now. Uh, I, I do want to jump back into it. The same thing happened to me with the first uh, Trials of Cold Steel, where I put like a good ten hours into it and then like didn't play it again for for six months. And then when I picked it up again, I I put like another thirty in. Yeah, you played the shit out of those games. It's good. They're good. They're hey, I like it. I like a JRPG. I. In my head, I like cannot like. I still, you've explained them to me literally a million times for a thousand hours. It's just Persona Four in a military academy. But in my head, it's all. What was that anime flying game? Anime flying girl gun gals. No, it wasn't gun girl. Gun gal gal gun gal gun. No, it was like a gun gals though. Oh, that's that's like my Asylum Studios version. Exactly, Uh, anime flying game nights into dreams. Panzer Dragoon? Uh, Panzer Dragoon. No, not Panzer Dragoon. Uh, it would be something. Shit. I don't know, man. It was like a game. Did I own this game? No. No. No, don't worry. All right. right, Whatever. I searched for anime flying game. What came up? And I got... Uh, I can't pronounce anything. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so Charles Gold Crimson Skies? No. Crimson Skies is not an anime flying game. Are you thinking of like Ikaruga or uh, uh, the other one by like oh, fuck the other color changing uh, gradient style game? Yeah. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you I'm gotta not. Fucking like make up your mind. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's it's like a skies of fun. Skies of Arcadia. Maybe. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just keep going. All right. All right. Uh, Trials of the Sky. Anyway. Not Ace Combat, is it? No. No, that's not even anime like remotely. No, it's not. No. Um Oh, we were actually talking recently that there that there isn't anything big coming out for a little while. We totally forgot that Gears Four is next week. Oh my god, is it? Yeah. Holy crap. I know. I'm gonna pick that up. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Apparently the horde mood is, is good. Yeah, everyone says the horde mood is like maybe like the best of the series and that the story the is good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I know, I totally forgot. I just, I was flipping through my Feedly feed, and I saw a review pop up. <laughs> You're um, paid by them, aren't you? Oh, I wish. I wish I was getting paid. I'm just hoping if I do it enough, they'll start paying me, like Doritos. Mm. Doritos pays you? Maybe. Skycrawler's Innocent Aces? Never heard of that before. That doesn't seem like a real game. Nope, sounds awesome. Um, and then, oh, uh, the new Paper Mario like color splash or whatever it's called comes out tomorrow midnight. Oh my god! Comes out what? at midnight. Yeah, and that that's actually getting some very good reviews right now. I'm I'm thinking to pick that up. I got a lot of bad games to waste my money on next week. That's true. Wait, like what? Like probably gonna get that until dawn game. 
Oh, shit, that's right. You get the PSVR next week. Yeah. That's awesome. You have to get it, that Until Dawn game. Or I'll uh, buy it. I'll bring it over. I don't give a shit. I want to play this. Even well, if it's a rail shooter. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for Phil Fish's game. It's supposed to be very good. I thought he... The Super Hypercube? Or yeah. It's called? I thought he just published that. I thought Bobby Brown was just publishing that game. Well, he did swear off playing games. Or making games. And, and making games. He doesn't do anything uh, Did you ever watch the uh, Indie Game the Movie follow-up special? I have it, but I never actually watched any of it. I got the fucking edition of the Kickstarter DVD that has like 700 hours of additional content. Where am I going to fucking watch that? What is this, the extended edition of Lord of the Rings? Did you watch all those? No. Well, yeah. A couple times. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> uh, go. Well, I fucking watched Ori run around a bunker for two hours. So. Uh, that sounds pretty good, though. Wait, so how was... Did you watch the, the bonus stuff? My roommate does. I, I caught it by Osmosis. Okay. Jones. I watched Osmosis Jones. <laughs> I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen... No, no, I did. I saw it. Once. I have. Yeah. Now, have you seen Monkey Bone? No, I've never seen Monkey Bone. Have you seen Cool World? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck has it? I mean, if... that's that's another one of those tests to see if you're in the right dimension. Like, have you seen Cool World? Yes, no. If yes, you're fine. See, sometimes, at one point, they're branded at Cooler Worlds. Really? Around the same time as the, the Ranch Doritos. That, can't, they be back. that can't be real. No, it's not. I, I made that up. It's, 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 I'm just letting the folks at home know. This, like, I'm doing the Snapple fact fact checking for them. <laughs> that was, why would that terrible joke be real? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know with you anymore, Alex. You, know, you also don't know what's real now. Oh, shit. There's oh. that Berenstain Bears thing. I'll believe anything now. It, oh, it's raining again. Oh. Donut? What's a donut? You know, should we take the Mercedes to our wedding someone's funeral? <laughs> that's a great... That was, that's one of the best uh, trios are. That is... Yeah, absolutely. That's season five. Uh, yes. Have you watched um, Westworld yet? No, how is it? No, nah, I haven't watched that. Either. Oh, I, uh, my coworker is like, it's the best show ever. Um, well, tell you I don't know co-worker. if I'm, I'm, not get, I'm not ready to just jump in. I mean, especially when Designated Survivor's still in the air. Like, come on. I just keep thinking of Ronnie James Dio, Lone Survivor. Or, no, not Lone Survivor. Wait, what is it? I'm a survivor. Destiny's Child, you mean. You can see his drives, but you know he's clean. I think I did the same fucking joke last week. Yeah, All right, let's you did. Going. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Exactly. Shit. I didn't oh, do the God. Destiny's Child thing, though. That I remember. We All probably right, did. Um, okay, let's, yeah, let's move All right, on. Talk about, talk about something that's a bunch of words that don't make sense strung together with a number after them. I mean, there's like three of those I could do. Yeah, you're right. Um, not even joking. Let's start with Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE. Yup. <laughs> I keep meaning to buy this and I keep forgetting. It's, a, it's very good. It's so weird. It is, I mean, yeah, I know you're expecting that. But it, it's like, it's probably weirder than you're expecting. Um, and very Japanese. Like, so the whole thing is, it, it's very Persona. And that, like, oh my gosh, I'm in the spirit world or whatever now, and I'm fighting basically what are personas, and I have a persona. Well, shadows. Yeah, shadow. Yeah, oh yeah, you're fighting shadows. You have something. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, you have like a mirage that helps you, and those are like the fire emblem characters. Um, so like I think you have Crom uh, and someone else. I, I don't remember. Um, 
Krom. Not Krom. What's his name from the last uh, two Fire Emblems ago? Marth. Maybe it is Marth. Might be Marth. Um, yeah, let's go with Marth. Uh, and so you're, like, in this... Uh, we're Tokyo. There's, like, a whole... Um, like teen idol type of thing where you're obsessed with like, or your friend is obsessed with this J-pop singer. You go to like this J-pop concert, uh, like all these shadows basically attack. You got to save everybody. Uh, the art style is awesome. It is like incredibly bright and colorful and it looks really cool. All the people in Tokyo are these like weird silhouettes that are just on top of like all the backgrounds and it looks weird and cool. Um, first dungeon is like, you have to like, it's so weird. You have to like climb up a giant t-shirt in order to like get, like hit a switch. And so there are like these mannequins at one point, right? And there's like this giant shirt. Oh, Oh, yeah. Mannequins, I can believe. (laughs) There's like this giant shirt that's in like a crossroads of a bunch of different paths. And you see, uh, like a little bit, a little ways away, there are all these mannequins and like, you can change the position of the mannequin, and then that shirt will change, and then maybe you can get to, like, the top path and see what's up there. Okay. It's very Japanese. It's very weird. A lot of J-pop. A lot of, like... Okay. Like, it, it feels... It feels super anime. Like, like everything that, like, when you make... When someone will make fun of anime, they'll do, like, a, an over-exaggerated version of a character. Like, that's everything in this game. Oh, I forgot. Uh, was there one of those Xenoblade Chronicles this year? <laughs> Not even listening. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Chronicles X was last December. Last year. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah. No, it does sound like a a a parody of of anime. It does, and I a was... place like Persona, uh, like down to a T so far. So a t shirt. A t shirt. It even <laughs> nice. It even has like the same battleground type of thing as Persona, as opposed to like the SMT games where it's um, more like a Dragon Quest or whatever where it's a first person view thing. Alright, well what would you rather be in? Uh, would you rather be one of the shadows mm-hmm. in the Dancing All Night Persona game where you've got to watch music all the time oh, yeah. or uh, one of the Mirage things in this guy that has to hang out in a t-shirt? Probably the Mirage in this guy? Just because of the fucking... <sighs> Man, Dancing All Night ate my save and I lost my progress. I was going for the Platinum. I'm still bitter about that. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, I'll let you borrow it if you want. Um, if you're, if, but if you are going to pick it up, I, I definitely highly recommend it. Um, probably more than the next games I'm going to talk about. Uh... <sighs> I don't know if I can do these games. These, these are, no, I, like, I want to play the Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I love Persona. But I feel like I only have so much room in my like takes. I I don't know how you do this. Yeah, I, that that's me. Like, like it, 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 to to me, it's like that's that's like that's a lot. I know because like these games, like because again, again, it takes them a while to ramp up. Not that they're bad. Like I I love these kind of games. Yeah, but like they're a commitment. Yeah, they are. Um, some of them are, but I mean, a lot of times I will drop off one early. But sometimes it's just like it's so good and so fun to play that I I will just power through it and, and it won't even feel like forty six hours or whatever uh, I'm at right now of uh, apocalypse. We'll get there. Not next. We're getting there. What is next? The next uh, what is the what, what's the next big JRPG that's coming out? Final Fantasy fifteen. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
I was about to say, like, we should find one, and we should see if we could stream it all. Oh, shit. Everyone's going to be streaming Final Fantasy, though. Like, I am Setsuna. I totally fell off of that. You are Setsuna. I, I know. So you wore that name tag for a week. <laughs> they should have fucking shipped that game with name tags. Okay, what if if you legally changed your name to Setsuna, Oof. you should have gotten a free copy of the game. That should have been a, yeah, totally should have been a thing. And it's only like a $15 game. It's not an expensive right? game, no. And it actually probably costs more to follow the paperwork. How much do you think it costs to change your name? I guess my roommate would know, wouldn't she? I don't... They're getting she? married in two weeks. Oh, right. Fuck, I was like, what? Your roommate has a name change? Uh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to get there. Yeah, I haven't figured that out either. Uh, I, sh- I, I might rent a car. I think I'm going up on Saturday morning. Um, it costs between 150 to $500. For what? To change your name. Oh, that's meant to rent a car. God. Wait, and I see another thing here that says twenty dollars or less. <laughs> These are very <laughs> different numbers. It's like it's like some back alley fucking name changing thing. Like, oh yeah, we'll change your name to this. You get it like in the mail. <laughs> hey, you don't later. Control, hey, you don't control the name that you get. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, this isn't what I wanted. There's like four extra A's. I think it's it's two hundred dollars in New York to file the petition. Okay. That's, we could do that. We should have a contest. People to change their names to Alex and Tiggs. That's a first and last name. Alex and Tiggs. (laughs) It's kind of like Allison. Allison Tiggs. Um, Because I think, uh, didn't didn't Rodney Dangerfield had a a classic bit about, like, getting names and stuff like that? Probably. I should find it on (laughs) fucking Spotify or something (laughs) like that if you're not busy. (laughs) Turn this shit off. Fucking this I apparently... wish there was a supercut of every time you asked the audience to turn this shit off. Uh, just listen to the episode. There it pretty go. much is. Yeah, well, that's that's accurate. Mega tag mention blank plus Neptune versus zombies. This isn't a game, is it? This is a game. This is a game. I Guys, turn this off. <laughs> I was joking before. I was joking before. I know. I know. Rodney Dangerfield has that bit, and it's great. <laughs> This is not funny anymore. This is not a game. No one made this. No one, no one got paid to do it. If they did, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> I'm going where I'm from. It's a different name for those bears. So this what is part is, of the Hyperdimension Neptune series. Fuck, what are they like? Oh, this person's up. Like, there's no more consoles to be. You can't be any more consoles. <laughs> You're the same consoles you've been since the first one. So what are they doing now? So in this one, uh, you you mostly play as uh, Blank, who's never been one of the main characters before, so that's cool. Uh, and Neptune's, they're all there. Uh, like Atari so Lynx? I don't actually remember what, what, what Blank or Blanc is. Um, but, so here's the setup. You and, like, your friends are basically making a... a so the, the school that you guys are at is going bankrupt. And you figure... You can save the school by making a zombie movie, because zombies are cool. So you start making a zombie movie with your friends. Actually, I think the friends have the idea first, and then you like jump on and you like take over the whole project. So you start making a zombie movie with your friends, but it turns out they're real zombies. And you have to kill all the real zombies, and you film it for the movie. Okay, that... It's basically it like Dynasty Wars. Does... 
Weird. <laughs> That's what it plays like. It actually plays like there was another one, Action Unleashed You. Uh, I think that came out last year, and it's it's basically the exact same game. Great, but with this zombie plotline on top, it's not bad. It's fine. okay. So I'm not gonna Noir play that much is black. Noir slash Blackheart is PlayStation. Okay. Uni is a PSP slash Vita. Mm-hmm. Whiteheart is Nintendo. Makes sense. Our sisters Rom and Ram. Yep. Are three are DS and 3DS. That's awesome. Greenheart is Xbox. But don't play Greenhead that much. All like nonsense. This is this is all. This is what it feels like to be old. Is to like have someone explain <laughs> something to you, and you'd be like, I don't get it. Like, what's the appeal of this? I bought one. Of, you know, actually, no, I take that back. You I bought, bought one, one of these games. You I bought two. No, I bought number two. two, not two of them. I probably am gonna like it a lot. Yeah, you should try it. Two is good. Uh, two in the on the Vita is good. Uh, but yeah, I haven't put that much time in this game. I don't know why I bought it, honestly. I was just like, eh, it's on sale for like 10 bucks, and... Tyler the Perry's, only... why did I get married, too? <laughs> it's like, this is the only... I've only missing like two of the games, and this is one of them, so I was just like, fuck it, I'll do it. But, okay, I got I have two more two more games to talk about. It's not a two more. Which one should I do first? The JRPG or the non-JRPG? Give me a break for one game. Okay, so I've been let playing... me feel something else. I've been playing Recore. Okay, now yeah. nothing can be wrong with this, right? Oh my gosh, it's um, made in good old U.S. of A. Maybe. Uh, I have no idea. So I, I, yeah, I have no idea either. Um, so Recore is Xbox slash uh, PC exclusive right now. It was exclusive to Windows 10 until like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. Like I kept seeing oh, yeah, all these lists. Ar- I keep of... forgetting it's armature. It's the fucking. It's the. Uh, Think about it. I swear they did. Did they not do? Um, no chair is the guys that did Infinity Blade. Yep. Armature. No, did... it's not armchair. If that's what you're thinking. They did Arkham Origins, Oof. Injustice Gods Among Us. Okay. Probably porting, Unfinished Swan. Oh. I don't know if they ported that or actually did it. That was a pretty good game. Uh, I liked the unfinished one. Yeah, I like it too. Recore oh, is wow. nothing like that. Oh, they did Arkham Blackgate. Oh, that was good. I like Blackgate. That was the Vita game. They, yeah, they ported the Handsome Jack collection, did the Metal Gear Solid HD, and Dead Star. Okay, anyway, continue. So, Recore is a third-person adventure game. You are like running around a giant apocalyptic desert thing uh, with your robot dog. Um, and eventually, like, find some other survivors, and I honestly, like, you're, it's being narrated by someone that's not you talking about your adventures. Um. Oh, it's like an old guy that describes everything that's happening? Pretty much. He's just like, well, tell me another tale of the shepherd. Um, but, yeah, so, it's just like a third-person action platforming game, um, uh, where you have robots, and you're basically just in a desert the entire time. And that sounds... Like, I'm putting it down, but uh, the first, like, four hours of this game have been pretty fun. Uh, each of the robots have, like, uh, different abilities uh, for traversal, so, like, it kind of has a Metroidvania type of thing going on for it, where you'll get, like, a, the spider one that can uh, roll up these tracks, and you'll get, like, this like r- really big brutish one that'll be able to, like, destroy rocks that are blocking paths. And Wait, a like British that. one? Brutish. Brute. Oh. Like the cologne. <laughs> what if? What if it was British? There might be one coming up, but then, but all of them talking some Today, like alien speak that you, as the player, cannot understand what your but player, you but your character does. So you're like R two. Yeah, kind of. 
Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Um, yeah it's Where been... did Han Solo learn to speak Chewbacca? Was that a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> Wookie? Yeah. Um, like, how many languages do you have to learn when you're growing up in that universe? Probably a lot. More than, well, probably as many as in Switzerland, if I had to guess. How many languages do most people there speak? I think at least three. Because they speak French, German, and English. They don't speak like, like they don't have their own language. There is like, uh, there is a, I think it's like a, a nomadic language there or something like that, but it's not, um, it's not as prevalent as like French, German, and English. Mm. Like Zurich, I believe is, um, like, like more of the German section. And then there's Geneva. And I think that's more of the French section. Maybe I have that like mixed up between the two. And then Bern is sort of just like, um, that's why it's the capital. I was reading a lot about this going out there. Mm-hmm. Bern is the capital because it's like a good marriage between the two of them. And it's kind of have its own like voice between, uh, besides all of it. So they didn't want to have, uh, whatever. You get now, it. did did a lot of people have like where their feel the burn shirts there after Bernie lost? Been great if they, they did. They went. They went. They went there. That would have been awesome. Not gonna lie, uh, I didn't see any feel the burn uh, shirts. Okay. Uh, but Recor is it's pretty fun. Honestly, have you tried it at all? Have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, have yeah, I played it. No. Everything that I've read is like the first couple hours are really fun, and then it just kind of becomes like a grind and like a slog, and it's just like no, nothing really pays off uh, for what you're doing. And I feel like what? Nothing. (laughs) Don't don't make fun of my JRPGs. No, Um, no, no, no. I said sounds like life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were gonna say it's like Bernie or something like that. Um, but (laughs) no, whatever. Weekend at. Um, it's, yeah, the, the first couple hours have been a lot of fun and, uh, but I got up to this point where I was just like, go explore this area and you can only choose two robot companions to have with you at any time. Uh, so I, I like rolling with the dog a lot. So I chose the dog and I had just gotten the big brute robot guy. So it was like, well, I'm just going to choose the bigger brute robot guy because I'm sure there's going to be stuff that I need for. Uh, finally get to the place that I get, uh, need to get to and I need the spider guy. So what I have to do is go all the way back to my base, which I can warp to, but I have to get to a warp point to get back to my base to get the spider guide to go all the way back. And I'm just like, I maybe that I doesn't sound down. very fun. That's not super fun. Um, I did like uh, a lot of the, what I was playing though. Um, I do want to get back to it. Uh, I installed it on my PC. Uh, it is a like it's not called cross buy, but you know Windows yeah, it's... anywhere or whatever it is. I feel like um, for how much they hyped it up, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know if it it feels like maybe it's it's not hitting as hard as I thought it would. I I totally agree, and it kind of seems like they dropped all the marketing for it like after that E three um, like announcement, and then maybe the next E three they showed a little bit more, and there's yeah. no push behind the game at all. None. Like it feels like they are yeah. kind of hoping it comes and goes as much yeah. as. It has. Again, it's not bad. Um, it's been pretty fun for the first couple of hours, but yeah. It's it, only a $40 game, right? It's a $40 game. I think it's like eight yeah. hours, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I do kind of want to see it through. Um, and, it, and it was <coughs> running really well on the PC, <laughs> which also, uh, I was having major issues with uh, Quantum Break, but I guess after they updated it for, for everything, uh, it's running fine on my PC now. So that's nice. So now I might actually get back to, the, uh, to that one, too. Oh, yeah, because 
didn't finish that, right? Yeah, I'm on. I'm at like the end of chapter three, beginning of chapter four. I think there's five chapters. Yeah, if I remember five, it. Yeah, um, yeah it, that was pretty. You like that game? I I did like it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I do want to get back to that one. Um, but Alex, let's talk about the game that I played the most recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse. So what's going on in this one? On 3DS now. Can we just go full spoiler? Sure. Are you ever going to play it? Honestly. Probably not. No. Yeah. Column, I know you're not going to fucking play it. Um, okay, so this game takes off of... There were three possible endings in Shin Mikami Tensei 4. Law, Chaos, Neutral. This one takes off from the neutral path. Um, and sort of starts, like, down... I. I think it's supposed to be like somewhere towards like the middle to the end of the game, but um, maybe it's just the very end. I never finished four. Mm. Uh, okay, so in this one, you could have been uh, adopted by the rich people, or like not, or like you're cool with it, or you do, you don't like it. No, I think you're cool with it. Okay. Yeah. So very early on to this game, like pretty much right at the beginning, you are already hearing about, like, the savior Flynn, who was the main character of Shin Megami Tensei 4. Uh, and then you go and, like, meet him, and you meet a bunch of the people from Shin Megami Tensei 4. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> like, like at a Comic-Con? No, like, you, you meet him... Comic-Con this weekend. I, it is. I'm not going, though. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the way that SMT4 started out was that you were in, like what seemed like very olden times uh, Japan, uh, like a feudal Japan state. Uh, you were a samurai and all this, uh, but you also had the ability to summon demons as it is in all of the Shin Megami Tensei no. games and capture them and talk to them and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like maybe six, I think it took me six hours to like, eventually you descend through this thing called the sky tower. When you get to the bottom, you find out that you're actually in like present day Tokyo and it's been a complete apocalypse. Um, this game starts you off in Tokyo, and then you eventually go back to uh, Flynn's Village for like maybe an hour or two, and then you go back down to Tokyo, which is great because it's way more interesting in uh, in, in the Tokyo setting. Um, so you are a hunter, and you are uh, one of the people who is able to utilize demons and capture demons to have them uh, work for them because of this D. Wait, you work for them? Sorry, no, to have them work for you, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, because of this deity uh, who has, like, infested you. And it soon comes to be that you're actually a dead body, and this uh, guy brought you back to life for the specific reason. Uh, that happens later. Spoiler. Anyway, so what's going on is that there's a war between all the gods, and they mm -hmm. each, like, want to take control of Tokyo for a different reason. Um, and it is your job to put a stop to like all the like uh it's like lucifer and, and and who is not the same as satan because satan comes up later in the game uh but so you end up killing lucifer who is like the the king of like the chaos demons you kill like uh i forget who it is but you kill end up killing like a buddha and and all these other uh deities um that are on like the lost side and then you go and you kill like these other three deities and then it's just and then you kill the or you can you can also side with any of them, uh, and that'll get you to a different ending. Anyway, uh, then the deity who like kept you alive is just like, I want you to go into this giant cosmic egg, and I want you to set about the rebirth of a new universe, and I want you to wipe out all of existence and all of the gods, 
and that's what you can do. And then, like, Mother Gaia, who is the uh, mother of the well, god who has you, but it's not called Gaia. I forgot well, what she's called. Kratos beat her up, I think. That's true. Um, comes and just like, no, 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 that's not what we're going to do. We got to go, go destroy the cosmic egg. And then once we destroy the cosmic egg, uh, all the humans can, like, live in peace in their own world. So you do that, you go in, you destroy the cosmic egg, and then this weird, like, uh, specter-type guy who's been, like, coming and talking to you every so often, uh, like, he's in a wheelchair, and he just, like, shows up randomly, and he's just like, you've been doing good, you should go, maybe you should go do this, you should make your own choices, and all this other shit. He's just like, look, you did great, you killed Luzfer, you killed the demon that's that was... Um, that that was like haunting you you killed uh, all the lawful demons uh you know you, you're making some really good choices but look you can't have true freedom until you go kill god okay. so that is i am in the final dungeon right now on my way to go kill god okay so it's got a little preacher thing going on yeah it's it's cool you know there's a lot of like weird dumb anime dialogue throughout it but that's all fine i, I enjoy all that stuff um yeah and, like, yeah, I've been enjoying uh, this one way more than I enjoyed 4. Uh, mostly because it's just easy to jump into. Like, 4, uh, the beginning of 4 wasn't too bad, and then you kind of hit, like, this one boss fight. Uh, which I guess, like, most of the SMT games are known for just, like, being very fucking difficult up front. Like, you know, if you can't get used to this, then get the fuck out. Uh, and so there was, like, this one crazy boss fight, like, a couple hours into SMT 4. And this this game... Is just like much more friendly, just the entire time. Uh, nothing has been too crazy. It's been it, challenging, but it hasn't been terrible. It actually does sound like a, a cool concept. Like all, like everything you said, sounds sounds interesting. Yeah, but in, in in an anime I don't know setting. if I could wait. Yeah, I don't know if I could wait like forty hours for that. Yeah, no, it is a long time. But I've been finding like I've I've like uh, caught or like you you know when you talk to uh, uh, the demons, you actually have to like negotiate with them. And, like, try and get them to be on your side. I remember Shimigami Tensei 3, Devil Doctor? Survivor. Oh, yeah, Devil Survivor, yeah. That was, um, I'm thinking of Devil Summoner. Devil Summoner was the Sega Saturn game. And Soul Hackers was the next to the Summoner. And then Devil Survivor was the, the DS, DS game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I played that one for a while. Yeah. I that... thought that one and I think that's actually like a little bit more of a tactics game, uh, where this is like straight up, uh, art, uh, not uh, like a uh, turn-based RPG. Okay, so this is a straight up Jerpig. Yeah, this is a straight up Jerpig, uh, much like a like a Dragon Quest or whatever. Um, cool. It's really cool. It's the easiest one to get into. Uh, like the story just kind of how gets easy is it to get out of? Hardest, easiest to get into, hardest to get out of. Hey, hey, I'm still going, man. It's hard for me to get out of this thing. Like, 46 hours in, the fucking last dungeon Guardian. is huge. And it's taking me fucking hours to get through. And it's pissing me off. And I just want to be done with it. I did most... I've only missed, like, f maybe five side quests. Uh, like, I was wow. going to clean up all of them uh, yesterday. And one of them was just like, go here and go talk to me. So I went there and looked for the guy. I wasn't there. I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to the end of the game. Uh, yeah. And this last dungeon is taking me... Well, let me check my save files right now. Because uh, it's up. Bring up system. Load. Uh, so my current save file is at uh, 45.54. And wow. so 40... Okay. Yeah, 42.16 is where I'm standing right outside of the last dungeon. So it's been like three hours in this last dungeon alone. 
Uh, and it's probably going to be like another hour or so. It's a long time. It is a long time. No, yeah, and, and this has been tough. But a lot of the dungeons have been pretty good. There's some, uh, like, side quest dungeons all look exactly the same. And at first I was like, oh, this is a cool look. And then once I got to the second one, it was like the exact same weird uh, electrical yet, like, uh, intestiny looking innards of um Oh, yep, I kind of know that art style. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, this is going to be it every time. Okay, I get it. I'll just run towards the door, uh, try and find it, and then just kill the demon and get out. Uh, which is what I did for most of it. Um, but it's been good. good. Like, advice. I bought the DLC that came out for it. Like, there's been a shit ton of DLC that's come out for it. I got the side quests. I tried doing them, got fucking wrecked. Like, immediately. How much was the wrecked. DLC for it? Um, as cheap as like one forty nine, and I think the most was two ninety nine. Okay, it's not terrible. It's not um, not not bad. Yeah, but yeah, I like fucking leveled the shit on my character. I've been uh, fusing and negotiating with demons. Uh, I think I have like fifty percent of the compendium full at this point. Like I've I've been deep into this game. It's good. Now, how how good are you at negotiating with demons? Terrible, terrible. Oh my so god. Let's I, say I wanted to get a good deal from a demon. Okay, okay. Should I call you? Like, I want to, like... I just said I was terrible. Okay. But What's it going to take for, to, to get me to go, to come home with this demon tonight? Uh, probably just a, uh, I was going to say a bunch of gill. But, uh, yeah, you know, just a bunch of gold. Okay. Maybe a couple of life stones, uh, maybe a medicine or two. You know, they like them drugs. Got to get them they drugs, do? yeah. Uh, yeah. You're exploiting their, their, uh... Waiting for the, it problems in their world yep that's exactly right i don't know all right let's get let's wrap this one up yeah that is yeah and that is like been the most of what i've been playing like uh, you know i had like two very long plane rides uh, a lot of time just spent at the airport and stuff oh that's the other thing okay so we're at column's bachelor party and i'm just like man i haven't played shin megami tensei 4 apocalypse in a couple days but i'm not just gonna well in like a day uh but i'm not just gonna like Whip out my 3DS at this, like, that. that's lame. And then, all of a sudden, one of the other dudes is just sitting on the couch, playing his 3DS. So I'm just like, motherfucker. Well, that guy's kind of a dick. That guy is kind of a dick, but I took that opportunity, ran to my room, got my 3DS, and sat on the couch, and was just like, yo, what up? And he was just like, oh, cool, yeah! And he was just like, oh, what are you playing? And I was just like, oh, man, I've been playing the Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, it's pretty good. And he just looks at me, and he's just like, that's cool. I've been playing Luigi's Mansion. Oh, he spent the night there. So he spent the night there. He's like, I've been trying to clean up Luigi's Mansion. And I was like, oh. I should have just said that. Fucking casual. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking out of here, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that is the last I'm going to say. Poor, I bet poor Colin was like, hey, guys. Oh no, Colin was Colin was great. Colin was making fun of us at one point for that, but I mean, we really did it for like ten minutes. Oh okay, um, it's not like the rest of the in my head. It was like the rest of the night. No, no, no. it was literally like maybe ten minutes on the couch doing that. I just imagine like... you like playing playing paintball with your 3ds in one hand, <laughs> <laughs> going down like a log flume with your two 3ds. Oh my god, imagine! Uh, I'd be too afraid of losing it, which I almost did on this trip. My roommate found it. I was very happy. It was just in the room. It was, like, under someone else's suitcase, but I was flipping out. It's like, I can't lose my save! I've put in 36 hours to this game so far! Alright, let's say that, like, okay, remember that one part in Until Dawn, where you could make the choice between, like, Rami Malek or 
Robbie. Well, Robbie, he dies no matter what in that part. Or does? Did you ever finish he, that? No, I'm in the end. Okay. At the very end, literally. So do you know that uh, he did not die in that part? Yeah, and that was like a prank? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why, that's why was... We've been spoiling everything tonight. doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> doesn't matter. None of this matters. Yeah. None um, of it matters at all, man. But, like, so if... if let's say Colin was... Yep. Dying? Uh, yeah. Okay. Or your 3DS saves... Okay, How long would it two? take you to make a choice? Ooh. Would you Ooh. or not? You would choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. How long would it take? Would there be a moment when you're like, "Yeah, I spent so much time on that thing." I mean, hmm. I, I can't. I, you know what? I'm gonna plead the fifth. Okay, that's just because fine. I don't want to alienate our one listener. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> You know, it depends on what games have come out recently. To be fair, like I—I'll be honest with you, nothing hurts. I'd rather, I'd rather lose money, and trust me, I have, than uh, game saves. Losing game saves is the worst. Like I would pay five dollars. I don't know why there isn't like a cloud save yet for like 3ds and all the Nintendo stuff. That'd be great. I don't know. All the Nintendo stuff gotta get that. Also, I wish that the, the cloud save stuff on the Vita was better. You didn't have to like and like oh manually do it. Yeah, it's so and then stupid. I a bunch of times that I haven't. Yeah. Guess what? Never playing, never finishing Assassin's Creed Liberation. Mm-mm. I mean, probably shouldn't anyway. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Was okay. I got through like seven memories of it. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot. I got through. I think I got through maybe four, something like that. And then I deleted it, and then I came back, and it was like, nah. Yeah. It's it's so stupid. I don't know why they have it like that on the Vita. Terrible system. Because yeah. I think they don't want you using their cloud space. They just want to get rid of the Vita. They want no, nothing more. <laughs> I bought... Like, they just wanted to, they just wanted to go to college. Yeah. And, like, they just want to not like, have oh my to God, raise we it. We need the house to ourselves. I bought Darkest Dungeon, but I haven't really played it that much. Oh, I hear that. That's really great. I played it for a little bit and was like, eh. SMT4A. What'd you get that on? Vita? Vita? Yeah. I think it might be cross by. I hope it's cross by. I want to play that. I know, know it was on um, PC and people loved it. Yeah, people really it's loved like it on crazy, the PC. It's, it, it's like crazy roguelike thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Roguelike yeah. dungeon crawler, uh, RPG. All things that I love. Yeah, I, I've heard nothing but, but good yeah. stuff about And that was this year, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, no, no. I think it might have come out last. Uh... I think it was early access for a while. That's, yeah, that's probably true. Anyway, that's all I've got, Alex. Should we take a break? Yes, I have to pee more than anything in the world. Okay, let's take a break, and we'll be back in a sec. And we are... Back. Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you son of a... I was trying to... No, I was trying to get the air horn. Oh, oh, all right. There it is. What, what? That was that's what I was, that's what I was struggling for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what did you what did you want from me other than that? <laughs> that's it. We're done. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got a, a breaking news. Oh, breaking news! What do you got? Okay, I just got Last a. Last Guardian canceled. I just got an email from PlayStation. Okay. Retirement notice. What? Online features for Fat Princess Piece of Cake will be discontinued. No. January first, twenty seventeen. No. At You're... twelve a.m. Pacific. You're a taker too. Like you don't talk oh, about it every week because you talk about it every week. Well, yeah, because I feel like I, you know, I 
I mean, there's a public persona, and I feel like, yeah. you know, going out there, I, I, I like to keep some things for me, yeah. you know, so I can enjoy them. Right. I mean, from one of that's always been caking for me. Yeah. Um, you go to CakeCon? Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I roll with my, my fellow fatties. Um, Which is and... weird, because half the time it's just, like, fans of the fat boys, and then sometimes it's the fat princess people. Sometimes it's the actual fat boys. Yeah. Because <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, they lost a lot of weight. I've seen... I've seen. It's impressive. Um, so, yeah, no, it's it's fucked up, man. No more Fat Princess on uh, January 1st. Yeah. You'll be no longer able to spend any earned gold. Shit. All right, well, you got to get all your gold in. And um, you'll never get... Apparently, you get a free copy of the original Fat Princess for PS3 after you get to level 15. <laughs> Shit. You got to get the... What level are you at? One zero. Okay. Yeah. Like not even. Never. I've never. This is the Vita one, I think. Right. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it says the last bullet point is download the game from your library. Whoa! You can't even download it anymore. Really? Yeah. How are you supposed to get them? Them sweet, sweet uh, trophies. Yeah. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. Um. But if you, you can still play an offline mode, if it's on oh, your thank God. I mean, obviously. Well, holy crap, like, that's kind of crazy to think that, like, I mean, granted, no one has played this game. Well, I think that's why. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I feel like that's exactly why. They've, like, looked at the numbers, and they're just like, no one's been on the server in two and a half years. I wonder if there will be tonight now. Probably. Are you kidding me? People are going to be jumping onto this thing. So much so that they're going to be like, we should keep the servers on for another year! Woo! They start popping champagne. <laughs> with the, we the knew we had fans. We saved it. We saved the, the, the rec center. Yep. Uh, all right. Cool. All right, um, anyway, so Alex, uh, before we get going into this, this is our 150th uh, show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to do a little bit of math, and I want to say how many, how many beers do you think you have every episode? Probably four. Four beers an episode. Four to five. Yeah. Four to five. We'll say four. Four. We'll just say that four. Makes... That's six hundred beers just yeah. during the griefed podcast in the time that it's been on. And I would say I probably drink a quarter to a half of like liter of whiskey every single time. My God. <laughs> no. Last time we drank half each of us. Whew. So that's guys. Like... 38 bottles of booze, pretty much, at least. I would love to see a, like, chart of that last episode to see, like, if you can tell when we fall apart. <laughs> it's right in the beginning. What do you mean? It's the same as every episode. Nah, true. <laughs> Alex, let's talk about some cinematic games. Okay, yeah, yeah. So let's I think, like, let's uh... just cut through the bullshit, and let's just talk. You know, uh, we're at a point where our games are looking so good and are, are telling, like, really good narrative stories that it is that games are taking on a style that is more cinematic than than just like gameplay driven. Yeah, I, I think what it is, it's like we're at a point where if they want to be, games can you know tell their directed story that they want to in a way that like no matter how well or anything like you play a game like mm-hmm. you can get through it and you can understand something and like yeah I don't know like you can. Yeah, like I don't know, games games are trying to be more movieish. I mean, Metal Gear Solid has always kind of tried to go into that weird espionage, like Brian De Palma e type of thing, where like you just yeah, have no fucking like idea. Yeah, we had 
like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Kind of was one of the ones that had like cutscenes where like that is hours. where you cutscenes like are days. You kind of got like a lot of the big story beats happened in those. Yeah. And like Shenmue gave us their quick time event so you could interact sure. with said cutscenes. Yep. And I think for a long time, if something was cinematic, quote unquote, like they had to take away control from the player. And I think maybe the difference is now that like you can have more control as something is more cinematic. Right. I mean, like you look at like all the David Cage stuff, right? And that is really going in that direction. Um, you look at your Heavy Rains, your Fahrenheit, um, Beyond Two Souls. Like, mm-hmm. so much so that, like, they are telling a story, however convoluted and however many different ways they want you to actually be able to experience it. They're telling a story, um, and they are, like, going out, making sure they get professional actors. Uh, everything is, well, I mean, I was going to say everything has to be perfect, but remember those kids in Heavy Rain? Come on. Um, like th- these are heavily scripted type of types of things, like actually yeah. scripted. Um, and, and that's and that's you know it's always been around. Like games have always basically have a script uh, to them, but like like that they're actually like trying to show some, you know, like as you were saying uh, before with Virginia, how it's like Tarantino esque and things like that. I think we're moving into a space with games now that that. They are trying to be, uh, like... Yeah. And I think that, like, it's funny because we've seen movie companies kind of give up on games. Right. Disney? Yeah, but, like, even, like, for instance, like, the X-Men movies. Like, there would always be a... Legends games? Those are awesome. Those are great. But, like, we had, like, the X-Men 3 game and, like... The Wolverine game was great. Wolverine game is not bad. But, like, there was always the time when they were like, you gotta play the game to try to figure out what happened between the things. The Matrix game? I, you know, I actually... Enter I think I played Path of Neo. I couldn't even... I tried. Not I good. I really tried, no. But, like... They don't need to be tied together. That's the thing. Yeah, like, but, like, we've got... Like, for instance, like, right now, Call of Duty. It's like, a that... cinematic... It's going for Michael Bay. Yeah. And that, that, like, feels like it. Like, I don't know, like... The problem is, like, sometimes when games try too hard yeah, to be movies... It just doesn't work. You lose out on, like, some of the... Like, I think the, the nice thing about Call of Duty in that space is that, like, the gameplay is so standardized and so refined. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even think about it anymore. Right, that's true. Like, it almost might as well be on rails. Right. What about, uh, like, Uncharted? Like, that is a series that is is, like, just trying to give you these giant cinematic landscapes. Yeah. With, like, heavily scripted, and, like, incredibly well uh, voice acted and everything. Um, But there's still, like, a good third-person adventure game in there. Yeah, and I think, like, that's... That's something, like, like the blockbuster, like, big-budget stuff... Yeah. ...can do that, like, pretty easily. Right. Or not easily, but like, but but pretty like that stuff. Like they can do like blockbuster things into blockbuster movies, like games rather, uh, can do those pretty well. Like yeah. it was like Indiana Jones and like Michael Bay action movies. Right. What I think the problem is that like anything else in between, yeah, can be really hard to convey. <clears throat> yeah, totally. Because like Mass Effect, like you can kind of get like a vibe off that of like a sci-fi thing. Like they've got the lens flare and the oh, totally. Like, that kind of stuff, but, like, then you look at, like, a Order 1886, 
And, like, that tries really – like, the whole thing of that was, like, you can't tell the difference between – Yeah, a, like the cutscene and the game. The cutscene. Yeah. And to be fair, like, the game looked really good. Yeah. But the but problem was, like – playing it wasn't that fun. It was shitty Gears of War yeah. when you played it. Yeah. And, like, Uncharted is still just, like, a good, fun time. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other games right now while I also look through a list of games that people have said are cinematic, which I don't agree with any of these on. I don't agree with a lot of these things. Yeah, like... Um, I mean, Dead Space... Dead Space is pretty cinematic. Like, I think that, like, you got, like, something like the music. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's something that's, like, really... That's, like, that's uh, atmospheric. Right? Yeah, like, I guess, it, ooh. But it yeah, puts, you're right. Like, it puts you into a haunted house. Not so much, like, a scary movie, but just a haunted house in general, whether that be in a movie or not. Like, just one that's done really well, and you just feel like anything could pop out at me at any time. Well... So, how much do you think, like, camera matters for that stuff? Because, like, remember Resident Evil? Yeah. And it's crazy-ass cameras? It used to scare like, the shit out of me, though. When those yeah. dogs jump through the window? Like, is that, is that like, that kind of direct... Like, I imagine directing for movie uh, and, and for the games, like, that, that must be very different, but, like... Well, totally. Because, I mean, a lot of games, you just have free control over that stuff, though. Yeah, because like, now... You can move now... the camera wherever you want. Well, with, like, a third-person game, it's, for the most part, standardized now that, like, you move with one stick, you look around with the other. Right, and you can see so the not... entire world at any time, so it's not, like, as... I mean, and Uncharted is like that, too. So it's not, like, a perfectly directed experience where, like, I want you to see this scene at this point this way. Like, that... It does exist in games, but not not always. So what do you think is more interesting potentially for you than like first or third person for that kind of thing? Third, third is I, I always felt. Well, I don't. I mean, that's that's difficult. I don't know because I was thinking because I was just thinking about that and I was looking at one of these lists and I saw someone's point out the darkness, um, okay. and I think that's actually a cool addition to this list because they tried doing weird things with first person that you don't see often, like your weird awkward first person kissing. Yeah. And stuff like that, and like having like you know starting the first game with like you just watching to kill a mockingbird. Uh, to kill a mockingbird. That's right. Uh, and like you can watch the entire thing. Yeah, like there should have been an achievement for that. Let's be honest. It, yeah, that's because I mean, like, how do we even define like something as like cinematic? I just realized that that was the problem. Uh, <sighs> yeah, we haven't actually defined it. I mean, I, I I always felt. I mean, yeah, I you could take cinematic as just like me, meaning like huge sprawling landscapes or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like cinematic has always come down to just uh, a like highly directed experience. Like you were shown what you were supposed to be shown, um, like a David Cage, uh, David Cage game, or um, you know, like a lot of the Telltale games and stuff like that. Like, those are highly directed experiences uh, that, like, you are sitting there to tell, like, to be told a story. And you will have agency in it, but you won't be able to, like, completely derail the story of where it wants to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, um, like, I kind of, like, I'm looking around, like, it, it, that's true. And I think that, like, one weird thing is, like, how do we, like, people want a lot of times to have freedom in games and, like, when something is trying to like direct something like that, mm-hmm. it probably makes it not fun for a lot of people because, like, you know, for me, I like playing Virginia because I like noticing all the, the things that are happening and I like getting into the story yeah. and I like seeing how it's directed. Right. But I can understand that there are people being like, this, you know, I'm walking from one place to another to 
trigger some weird cut. Right. And, and, and make it weird, like, that's not a game for them. Well, I mean, like, what about, I mean, would you consider something like Everybody's Gone to the Rapture to be in that same vein? I don't know, like, because... Like a walking simulator, or what people consider walking simulators. Like Gone Home. Gone Home is a very story-driven first-person game, right? Um, where you do have a lot of agency and you can see everything, but it's like it's such a limited space um, that it really worked well. Yeah, and I wonder, like, if sometimes, like, because I guess, like, with cinematic stuff, like, you're trying to convey, yeah, I guess you're trying to convey something specific. Right. Right? We're not yeah, usually trying to give a message specific, of some like, kind. And, and that message could be, you know, open-ended or anything like that. Right, yeah. But, because, uh, like, I'm trying to think of, like, stuff that is, cin- like, like, for instance, like a God of War. Right, that is... That's cinematic in, like, the uh, 1080p uh, giant landscapes. You can see it, like, it it looks like if you were to put this onto, like, a giant widescreen monitor, like, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. It's like the the Uncharted 2 hanging down from the train thing, right? Yeah. Where, like, that is is something you would see in a movie. Like, this, this angle is something you would see in a movie. Uh, this is how a movie would like do something like and like yeah and I feel like that's all very much tied into the writing of it all. Because it's funny because like then you look at someone like a Zack Snyder that directs things. Yeah. A lot of times like a video game. Yes. And will be like a criticism of his stuff it, that it looks like you're playing a game but you're not. Well, when you keep in like the insert coin stuff, it makes it tough. Yeah. No, that was just, <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, did you end up watching Hardcore Henry? I did. I saw it in theaters. How was that? It was pretty good. It's actually, it's like a lot of fun. It's crazy. It's dumb. Um, it, it's like, there's just this weird action movie. It does. It is actually kind of hard to watch because of how shaky cam it is the entire time. Pete, get on this podcast. What'd you think of Hardcore Henry? Hardcore Henry. Yeah. <laughs> there's right. a couple words on Hardcore Henry. Frenetic, like ridiculous, like first person shooter, just... I don't know, it was fun, it was stupid, it was loud, it was like, had confusing elements, but I was along for the ride no matter what they did, so I was alright with it. There you go. See? Yeah. No, Hardcore Henry is just like a lot of fun. Um, But like, how, like, is the game influence of it, do you think that was pretty important? Was there a game influence, rather? I mean, just the first person thing, totally. Like, you, you feel like... Yeah, I I totally believe like it was somewhere in between like seeing a bunch of Call of Duty stuff and like District Thirteen or whatever. Like it it had all these elements to uh, to so, kind of combine it. So like, could you see yourself playing that game though? Like, like could you see like in theory like if if that was controllable? Yeah, totally. Like yeah, it totally. Pl- I mean, I don't know. I feel like Hardcore Henry the game would end up being just like. A lot of quick time events. Well, because that's what, like the thing is like at some point is there not any difference between like what is the actual difference between like watching that and hitting some buttons. Well, all right, or so just watching it, like so yeah, I mean we can take like Azura's Wrath or something like that, right? Where where it is just a movie playing out and then you have to like you know pass a quick time event. And the 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 main difference to me is or, or like the feeling behind it is that uh, 
a quick time event kind of cheapens the idea of the cinematic scene because like honestly you don't need to do it to get like the story that you want to do because you're not actually doing the thing and you're not it's, ever it's, doing it's anything it's like fmv games where like you could like watch dirk the daring or whatever die right yeah yeah exactly or like and, and that was like weirdly tight on everything like you had to make the exact right right decision every single time or else you were dead and that was you know trying to pull quarters out of you uh for the most part um, but yeah, I, like I, I feel like the 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 thing with a quick time event is like I don't know. So most of the time, like playing Azura's Wrath or whatever, you feel like, well, just show me the scene. Like I don't I don't need to hit X here. Like that's not helping. Like when I'm playing the game and I have to hit X to shoot somebody or to jump up this thing, I understand. Uh, and also because I'm moving the character. But at this point, I'm not doing anything with the character, and I just need to hit this button prompt on the screen to be like, let's move on. That being said, I loved Azura's Wrath, and I loved a lot of the stuff it did with Quick Time Events. Like, because it made it yeah. weird. Because I gotta say, like, David Cage... Sure. ...who can be probably boring to a lot of people. Totally. Or frustrating. Yeah. And doesn't necessarily make the best games. Mm-hmm. But like one thing about playing Heavy Rain, Detroit looks pretty good. I think Detroit looks. I think it looks really good. Yeah. Um, I like David. Like I, for as like whatever flawed or anything as it can be, like I like David Cage's stuff. Um, Heavy Rain is is like such a cool concept. I really wanted to get through Beyond Two Souls, but I made it like seventy percent of the way, and then just dropped off. And that's the problem. Like pacing on these pacing things. Pacing is big. Yes. And, and that's like, the other huge thing, right? A movie. Yeah. You get to, like, we see a lot of movies. And when a movie hits the two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour mark, I'm just like, I'm fucking done. So when you can give me, like, a 90-minute movie, I will probably just enjoy it just because I can just sit down and have this experience. I mean, we were talking, I feel like we were talking about this after, like, Batman v Superman. Like, I don't want to watch two-and-a-half-hour movies anymore. Yeah, no, 100%. Which is weird when I'm, like, talking about SMT4A and, like, oh, I'm at hour 46 or whatever. But that's, like... You well, see the growth with the character, and that's a totally different experience. Like that's a different thing. Um, that is that is a game. As again, a that's game. different. Well, that's different pacing, and I think like right. that you you can games can be games like that. But when a yeah. game tries to be a narrative story or more cinematic, when you actually do end up hitting like that four hour mark, like I made it through until dawn, and I loved it. But I had to play it in bursts. Like, I basically well, played it in, in, like, movie-length bursts. And, and I gotta say, like, that's why I really like The Bunker, mm. is that it wasn't over-ambitious. Right. Like, it told a very specific story. Yep. Um, yeah, wanna, and, and, like, it was... Yes, there wasn't a lot of interactivity. Like, the game, quote-unquote, part was, like, yes, you could have a different ending, mm-hmm. and you can hit a button, like a quick-time event button, during some cutscenes to trigger a different path of just that one specific scene. Didn't impact anything else. Left trigger, uh, renegade, right trigger, power gun. You can press X and you could say mom to like <laughs> to like talk to at one point to like interrupt your mom while she's talking to someone or you okay. could sit, stand and you could listen to like the rest of what they're saying. Um, but like the fact that like told a very succinct story in uh, a short amount of time like, made it very digestible and didn't overstay its welcome. Like, I think that is, like, beyond two souls, I didn't need to see so much shit of her life. No, yeah, and that's totally true. Like, you you can infer a lot of it, right? And I guess that is the main problem with it, is that, like, when you were to watch a movie, 
they would cut all that shit out. Like, like that's yeah. I think games haven't figured out subtlety a lot of times. <laughs> Some games have, and I'm I'm actually trying to think of an example right now, and I really can't. And I just wanted to like talk about like, oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Um, well, yeah, that's a pretty cinematic. Well, that is, and that's cinematic looking, and it's, but it is not. Because I think that's where we have to divide things up. Is like some things like look cinematic, have like a cinematic score, yeah, and can like replicate things that way, yeah. But like other things, like again, like some things could be like edited and directed cinematically, like a Virginia or something like that. I, I don't know. Fuck, I don't. I think like I'm, I'm starting to think about what the point. I, I was actually totally on board, and I was just like, man, I can't wait to see what he builds to because I'm going to be all about this. No, but like again, like but cinematic, like editing also and pacing, like yeah. Pacing is a big thing. And I think that, like, I kind of stumbled upon that, and now I'm obsessed with it. But, like, <laughs> but, like games, like... But it's true. Yeah. Like, a Dark Souls, like, that's the thing. is like, a Dark Souls fucking movie. Like, if that could be cool, that could be awesome, potentially. Now that I'm thinking about it, make myself a little excited. Nice. But, like, you wouldn't want to see someone struggle for 30 yeah. hours on no. Anna Rolando or Blight Town. Right. Uh, yeah, like, uh, but the difference, like, that you are, it is a, that is a cinematic looking game, um, and like, and even like the feel and like the characters in the world it drops into, it's all very cinematic, but the actual playing of the game is what's most important, because you need to learn everything about this fucking well, game in order to progress. Yeah, and I think like, that's why I like, you know, think about like, arcade type stuff, like that being used as a, uh, like a, a descriptor. Like, yeah, well, no, but, like, that's why you describe a game as, like, that, because, like... Oh, yeah, because it's, like, a score attack type of thing, like, or it's, like, a very limited play type of deal. And it's very skill-based, like, skill doesn't necessarily translate to... Cinematic, because it's trying to tell a story, because the narrative is what's more important a lot of times. Or just, like, the look of it, like, if you're going... I mean, The Order has a narrative, but honestly, the thing with The Order was, look at our game. Yeah, like, didn't we do great rendering this thing? Yeah, like, that was it. In letterbox because, not because, it, it. we swear it's not because of the frame rate, but, yeah, uh, but like, uh, you know, kind of think of right now about, like, people streaming games. Sure. And people, like, like Fred, was it, like, Jimmy Kimmel or someone recently that was, like, couldn't understand people that watch video games? I enjoy watching video games. Me too. And it's a very different experience than watching a movie, though. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, but, uh, like, again, a movie you're sitting down, you might actually get, like, this story, and then sometimes you can just, like, you can watch people play Counter-Strike and just be impressed with the skill that they have, right? Or, or you can watch, watch people speedrunning, like, fucking Mega Man and be like, how the fuck did you do this? I can't watch, do like, any of this. People goofing on something. Yeah, totally, yeah. But, I mean, that's also been done. That's, like, an MST3K type of thing, right? Or, like, uh, so, what's up, Tiger Lily? But is the reason that you're watching MST3K to watch that movie within it? No, no, no. It's never to watch that movie within it. It's to watch the, it's to watch the, the riff meta, on top of it. The, yeah, it's the, the meta movie. Yeah, oh, totally, 100%. But I can't think of any, like, uh, I don't want to talk about Deadpool, um, oh, the God. game. But okay. Like, that, that had some meta shit okay. on top of it that was actually pretty funny. Like, when you get the call from... Um, Nolan North, and you just like yeah. you you curse at yourself like that's funny because you but you have to know so much shit about this game at that point right like it's it, but it's also funny like when you watch something like say like Jackie Brown right and, and yeah. she's in uh, her apartment what? and all of a sudden and like you hear like uh uh her um her phone message 
what the hell were those things called? Before voicemail. Answer machine. Answer machine. Jesus Christ. Oh, you, you, shut up, Pete. <laughs> you hear the answering machine and it's Quentin Tarantino. And you're like, oh, that's fu- that's cool. It's like li- uh, little Easter egg type things like that. Jackie Brown, underrated. Yeah, totally. Randomly, Pete, give us your impressions of Far Cry Primal. Because... Oh, Liberate things, run into random events, like it's far cry. Um, but I enjoyed it. The taming beast, the uh, the weapon upgrades were cool. So like, I don't know. I played a lot of it and I had a good time doing it. Yeah, so, you hit like what, like forty-ish hours on it? More than, Oof. more than that? Okay, all right. Yeah, no, it was. I, I liked it. Yeah. But once you finish the storyline, I was like, yeah, done. So can I send that back to GameFly? Yeah, I don't. Okay, care. I'm gonna send that back tonight. <laughs> Uh, what do you have next on the queue? Oh, that is a very good question. I actually switched it to something. You know, it might be that new Homefront game. Oh my god, yes, please. Uh, because that was available uh, last I looked from it. Um, Ooh, you know... The credit card on file for your Gamefly account has expired. Oh. I'm gonna have to change that. Um, I gotta make... I gotta keep getting this shit. Yep, next... Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Where's my queue? On my queue next is... Nope, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutants in Manhattan. Oh, don't do that to yourself. Then after that is Homefront, then Knights of Azur. No idea what that is. That is it. I only have four games on this right now. I need to add some shit to this. Oh, the Batman Telltale game. Did you play that? No, I kind of want to. I, I hear that it. it gets better. Okay. So wait, let's talk about Telltale for a second. Like, talk yeah. about narrative in games. That That's Telltale oh, to a T. Oh, because I was going to say earlier about David Cage. Oh, okay. Like, the thing I liked about controlling his games was that you felt like you were actually making an impact. And I yeah. think that was how Telltale, a time that into that, that's how Telltale kind of tricks you into thinking that you're in control. Like, their whole thing is like, yeah, there they have the diamond point shape. story. Yeah. And you're going to see that end. And you're going to think you have agency, but you don't. Yeah, and yeah. then you think that you have the game agent, right? But that's never coming that's out. That's never coming out. They gave. They didn't even announce that anymore, right? Like there was just that one screen, like the one logo. That's all we ever saw of it. That's all we ever saw of it. But then, like three years ago, they were just like, "No, it's still coming." Like, no, it's not. You know what? No, never. it might come. It'll probably come like next generation. I don't know. Rockstar always felt like a company that like doesn't throw out ideas. Just put shit on the back burner and, like, we'll get to it. Did you like L.A. Noir? That is a very cinematic game. Yeah. Like, that I... is oh, that is a very good definition of a cinematic game where it's like, this is trying to be a noir game. Like, it's trying to tell <coughs> a noir story. <coughs> um, and, like, you got, like, 19, what, like, 30s, 40s, something like that, 50s L.A. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was 40s, right? I think so. 50s. It was after... No, it was, yeah, I, I want to say, like, it was, like, 47. I, was, I want to say they'd gotten back from World War II. Yeah, like that. that's what it was. Yeah, it was after World War II. Um, I thought that was cool. I mean, the little bit I played of that game, I actually did enjoy a lot of it. But that, again, lots, very cutscene heavy. Even the missions that you were doing were, well, very, felt very adventure gamey. The, the, the problem, yes, and it was. And, like, the thing was that they padded in all this stuff that wasn't that. Like, they had the, like, the driving, Shooting which is pointless. Driving. That, like, you could just have your partner drive, and why wouldn't you? Because it and was boring. And then just worked you there, yeah. And then if like, you failed the shooting sections enough, it was just like, want to skip it? 
Yeah, and so so then it negated a lot of other stuff. So like it kind of like you ended up at a point where they were trying to give you both of it, and, and just, the and other did. stuff was just mm-hmm. who who cared, right? And that's a hundred percent. And like I I feel like if they just gave me the adventure game stuff, like I was the detective, I didn't like I just, I came to crime scenes later, uh, and I just like examined the shit, and it effectively was like murdered soul suspect or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Like I would have I probably would have stuck with that game more. Because I didn't, I didn't care for the shooting. I didn't care for the driving. But I actually always did drive. Uh, yeah, because, I do, actually. <laughs> like when I tried to get into the passenger seat, my fucking partner would glitch out. Um. Yeah. Also, remember the faces were like really scary. But I thought that was stuff was cool. Like I, I honestly Face thought and- like yeah no the faces were totally weird and scary. But like where it was just like you're trying to find this figure out this person's tell and that was the game that was really cool. Telltale. Telltale. The, t- the tale of their tell. The tale um, of the... Yeah. So, but, but with adventure games, like, Telltale does them now. Mm-hmm. Like, because they have their own style now. Like, Telltale? Since the Sam and, yeah, like, since the Sam and Max days. It's different. Like, I think, I think, like, Back to the Future is probably their last, like, traditional one, right? I think so. Uh, because that was right before Walking Dead. Or Jurassic Park. No, Jurassic Park was like, all quick time events. That's... If I remember correctly. So, wait, are you saying... I'm saying their last like traditional game was like oh 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 yeah okay Back yeah. to the Future yeah uh, I only played like the first episode of that I played the but first it three totally was yeah. what was the other one where you were, you were a detective it was like a drunken like big fat detective guy oh oh my god Hector. I almost said Har- Hector. Hector Danger or something yeah. that. like yeah, Harvey Hector, yeah. Danger no not Harvey Danger that's I'm not sick but I'm not well. <laughs> As a karaoke jockey now, I hear that song multiple times a night. That song is fucking trill, man. I love that song. It's, it's, it's you know what? Wouldn't after a while. Yeah, that's probably true. I hear that song like once every six years, and I'm just like, this song is great. Yeah, it's totally not a bad song. Yeah. That first album, pretty good. Wow, like, it had, there that, it had that song songs. about Vertigo. Carlotta Valdez. Um, but like, yeah, uh... But I think the nice thing about Telltale style now is I don't get as sick of the game. Yeah. Like, like they streamline like their actual adventure game segments. And you're talking about Walking Dead here. Yeah, specifically. And Game of Thrones. I still need uh, to play and, that. And I still need to play that. Again, like, you should play that, like, because I don't know if your girlfriend watches Game of Thrones. She well. does. Yeah, we both do. That, She's that the reason I started. Be... Yeah, we both wanted to watch it. Um... No, yeah, and that was my full intention, was, like, after we finished Game of Thrones that we were to play the game, and we just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. Uh, when I just took a big... I just have a lot of goldfish in my mouth. Oh, man, I love goldfish. What kind? I got goldfish in. Just regular, regular cheddar? Classic cheddar. Yeah, classic cheddar. That's all you need. Yeah, I mean, I love Flavor Blasted, but, like, I, I'm totally cool with regular pretzel. Pretzel is great. Pretzel's great. The flavor blasted pizza ones taste too funky for me. I have never. I've only had uh, flavor blasted cheddar, and that can even be a little much. Yeah. Parmesan, eh, they're okay. No, the the white cheddar ones. Oh no, I'm thinking of Cheez-Its. Never mind. Cheez-Its, like I always think I want a fancy kind of Cheez-It, like Tabasco Cheez-Its or something like that. I like the Tabasco Cheez-Its a lot. You can have like ten of them. I will. I will. And I don't a whole want box. <sighs> I'm a fat. You are not a fat person. But I can snack. Like, I mainly snack. Yeah, but you, you do, like, the smart thing where it's, like, you snack, like, every two hours or whatever, and it's just like, oh, it's basically the same as I, I don't... I, 
That's what I need to start doing. I don't know. Hey, nice. Ice. Yeah. What, now, what, what was the drink of choice tonight? Uh, Makers. Oh, shit. I left the bottle out there. Just this have good. I only text, had text. <laughs> uh, talk about something for about 15 seconds. Okay. Uh, well, in terms of uh, Telltale games, I would say that the thing that they, they do a good job of kind of blending all the different cinematic stuff that we just talked about because they do control the camera. They can do, like, the music swelling for, like, mm-hmm. instance, like, when you would be investigating, like, an area that had, like, might have zombies or something like that. Like, you know, when you're, like, in that truck stop? Yeah, we're talking, time, about, like, we're talking about Megatag Mansion again. Blanc for zombies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blanc. <laughs> yep. No, no, but you remember, like, like for instance, like, the time when you were, like, investigating that one train station? Yeah. And you were, like, kind of searching around, and, like, they could, like, mess with, like, oh, the music will build at this point. Oh, yeah, and then nothing happens. Yeah. Like, you're tense. And so they would, they would mess with you, like, yeah. in the way horror movies do. Yeah, totally. No, it and, was like, super again, effective at that. Again, because they, they can control, like, they can do a lot of, they, with their formula, they can manipulate a lot more. Okay, so here's my okay. next question. Yeah. Because I felt, like, I... I remember uh, Walking Dead Season 1 coming out. We were fucking ecstatic. Like, to the point we were just... We were talking about... As though it was a thing. But we were talking about, like, oh, our year-end awards. Like, I think we're going to give it to... I think we're going to give it to Walking Dead. This is fucking crazy. Then everybody on the fucking planet gave it to Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't honestly totally forget where I was going with this. Uh, But no, okay, so how come it worked then? Like and, and it hasn't worked for it since. Like I enjoyed I Fables a lot, of... but it's it's not the same thing. Like even five hundred Walking Dead five hundred days just didn't give a shit enough about it to even start it. Uh Walking Dead season two never bought it. I think there's there's the Michonne game, there's season three, haven't uh, cared about it. Like I feel like there was a crazy three starts next month, I think. Okay. There was like a crazy lightning in a bottle thing where it's just like this form can be done once in a video game and like all the other ones will be okay, but they're well, always going to be compared to this first thing where, like, a movie, like, it is very similar, but people are much more understanding and open of it. I think a, a few things. Episodic stuff. Mm-hmm. The fact that their schedule can take a long time. And they sort of had that, like, lockdown at one point, too. Yeah. I think if we had, like, a straight-up episodic... Like, because think about Quantum Break. Like, that yeah. was trying to make, like... God, they're that trying to did. take TV... That and make did, that though. a game. That straight up did. There was a TV show at the end of every episode. Which is crazy. Hold on. Yeah, how, how have you not even touched this? This is insane. Yeah. The fact that someone tried doing this is crazy. Yeah. And did it completely work? No. <laughs> no, but it was fun. It was like, The parts that I played was very fun. Like, it I gotta felt say, like a TV show. I gotta say, the thing is, the TV show ended up being the most boring part to me. I really enjoyed the TV show. The first three episodes, I re- I thought were a lot of fun. Like they were dumb, schlocky shit, but I really liked watching them. Like, here's like the thing: episodes like, twenty four. Like, Walking Dead. Like the rest of the Telltale games. Like yeah. people got more into binging. Like people didn't want to wait. Like that's the problem: is like game development takes a lot longer, and you gotta like know, like you gotta put out yeah. everything at once, oh. or you gotta space it out in a better way than Telltale gets to. Is that? Is that beeping going up in your apartment or mine? <laughs> I thought you were making something in the microwave. No, nope, that's time. Pete. That is Pete. Uh, I gotta, I gotta figure out something to eat after this. Um, okay, uh, well, if we're gonna talk about it. like weird pacing and like spaced out episodes, you know what we have to talk about. 
Kentucky Route Zero. We got to talk about Kentucky Route Zero. Um, and that's kind of like an our house type thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, see, I feel like we're. This is a confusing topic that I picked today. But here's the thing with Kentucky Route Zero, and that I feel like <laughs> it does veer into this weird art house thing. But it gives you an experience that only a game could, while keeping you enthralled, right? Because like all you're doing is choosing dialogue. I mean, there's not much yet. Yeah, there's not much gameplay to that game. No, no, there there isn't. But like the gameplay is you walking around, finding, talking to somebody, and then choosing different sides of dialogue, uh, choosing dialogue for other people, choosing which scenes you watch and shit like that. And that's very cinematic in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, the the view of it and everything totally looks like just like an art house view. Like, it, you see this game and you're just like, oh, okay, I get what they're going for. But you couldn't do this as a movie. You couldn't give people no. this many points of view and still have it be compelling by the end of it because it would be too long. Yeah, and I think that, like, yeah, your weird, like, existentialist yeah. thing, and, like, that doesn't work necessarily. Like, and, and that's... Yeah. They did... I mean, let's be honest. Like they did what Telltale did. They 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 were able to get like the adventure game effectively modernized uh, and viable, which it wasn't for a very long time. I mean, adventure games were dead for for years. Yeah, a decade. Yeah, uh, and basically, like Sam and Max was there just keeping it by a thread, and then when Walking Dead came out, it was just like, oh, people can do this, um, and it doesn't seem that hard. And Kentucky Route Zero does seem very hard. Like, and I, I feel like that that's what sits it apart from everything else, is that, like, it, it's like, it feels like a simple concept. You're playing it, and it feels simple, but you can understand the depth and complexity to it, even though you're going to end up at the same point, basically, no matter what you do. Yeah, and I think that, like, the feeling of ownership, though, mm-hmm. is something that can be important for these kinds of games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And whether or not our expectations as players are realistic... They never are. No, like no man's sky. Oh no, man! One man's lie. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. I have. Yeah, that's, that's not me. That's great. Um, that's really funny because it's serious. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sean, Sean Mike Patton. Sean Patton. Mike Patton. Yeah. Mike Patton. Yeah. I guess like has it more. Yeah. <laughs> and the darkness. The oh, voices. Yeah. The voices of the darkness. Bringing it all back. Home. Bob uh, <laughs> Hey, I won't think twice about this <laughs> podcast again. Don't look back. Oh, okay. <laughs> In anger. <laughs> Oasis. That's Oasis, yep. We're getting there, yeah. I just like when this podcast just becomes a word association. That happens. All right, if you can count from all 150 episodes how many word associations we had, it's probably around 300. Yeah. Um, no, but I do think that Kentucky Route Zero like follows this line, like the, yeah. it's straddling this. Like it's difficult to do this, and they were able to. And I think they're like basically the only ones who have so far um, successfully. Okay. It's not like a Twine game, you know? Like because sure. you... and Twine games are, but Twine games read like those are just choose like those are visual novels, right? Yeah, and it will barely visual sometimes. Right. Um, because they're like they're choose their adventures, and I think like that's the thing is like with games you can straddle the line between a bunch of different mediums in different ways. I think that there is, and we we have been talking about this a lot, 
and um, probably too much. Yeah, probably too much. Uh, <laughs> but when you think about a game and uh, like a game like The Walking Dead, or really any game where it gives you the idea of play, uh, player agency, but you're going to end up in the same place, right? So it's trying to propose that it is telling you a story and that you and you can make changes to the story, but really you're going to be by the end of it. You basically are where you're supposed to be. You're super evil or you're super good. Sure. Like, and that's that is whittling it down to like a crazy amount. But but I feel like that that is kind of where it goes. And I feel like something like Kentucky Route Zero, uh, where again, like the you don't have agency really in the story, but the story you're being told, you do have agency in. Yeah, and, and it's like in the same place, but what you are finding out about the characters can be different, very different from person well, to person, and the end doesn't matter. Yeah, and I think, like it said, like, you know, you play, like, a Metal Gear game, like, your skill to be able to sneak and kill people right. is what gets you to that next thing. Yeah, totally, totally. Like, that, that is, like, you know, there, there's a, like, that is why you are playing the thing. Yeah. Is to enjoy that time to be able to achieve something to, like, okay, I can sneak to point, you're, you're still going to, like, a blip on a map. Yeah. Uh, like and being controlled into the same thing, like everyone goes to that same blip, probably. Right. But uh, and in the, in in yeah, like in a Telltale thing, like yeah, you answer questions differently to be able to get to, you know, the next cutscene or something like that. And people and might see how... react differently to you, but in the end, it does end the same way, right? And and I guess like that dude's always going to be that dude that's watching you. Right. That's true. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like, Station Wagon Man is always going to be Station Wagon Man, regardless of, like, if you actually made good decisions and he still shows up at the end and been like, fuck you, and you're just like, I don't, why do you give a shit? Like, I'm not liable for the sins of my comrades, and it feels like you put me here because you needed this. And that seems out of place. Well, that's what, like, what people, people got mad at Mass Effect for that. Uh, on Mass Effect 3? Yeah. I think, yeah, because I, they... I honestly do enjoy the end of Mass Effect 3. I didn't think it was yeah, the it's... fucking travesty that people made it out to be with EA being the worst company in the world. Yeah, and I think that, like, that's a whole other fucking We haven't thing even talked talk about, about Mass Effect. We should, though. If we're talking about these cinematic games, like, Mass Effect is Star Trek, right? Yeah, and again, that feels more episodic in a lot of ways, that's right? True. Like, it yeah, feels that's like you're point. playing a season of a show, mm -hmm. and it's all, like, no, building up to your fight with a big bad. Yeah. Totally. And I think like, I think that's something that, like, games need to adapt more of, is, like, looking at, like, the way people binge-watch shows. Right. Like, how do you translate that into a, an episodic feel of a game? Like, I say, because that's kind of what Quantum Break is, right? Yeah. Like, that's the equivalent of you taking a season of... Um, Designated Survivor. Sure. Well, I was going to say a, a Netflix show to keep this oh, okay. thematically correct, but... Uh, Penny Dreadful. Yeah, is that a is that a which is which is the one that's a Showtime one? There's Penny Dreadful and there's oh maybe Penny Dreadful is the Showtime one. Shit, Penny no, Dreadful. I don't know now. But I'll look it up. You you keep going okay. with your, your what, what you were saying. Uh, yeah, so like you need to like like again like in terms of like pacing yep. out a plot like Penny Dreadful is Showtime. Okay, what's the one that was Netflix? That was like I'll I'll keep I'll look it up. I know what I'm looking for. So but yeah um. Because, like, with shows like that, like, you want to feel like you're making progress to a, a, one big thing while you're doing some small thing in between. 
Right. And you're watching the characters grow. Mm-hmm. Like, that is kind of like why you like JRPGs. Yeah. Peaky Blinders. No, no, no. All right, I'm looking it up now. You talk right, about You them. keep going for it. No, I, and I think you're, like, yeah, I, I do like a JRPG because I, I like the idea that it is, that it takes a break from the gameplay. Hemlock Grove. <laughs> That's what you were thinking of? Yeah. Nobody it, thinks of Hemlock Grove. Just, uh, just saying. I actually watched some of that uh, when I, I was just like, Daredevil is awesome. I'm watching all the Netflix shows. And then I, I watched, like, bad. the first two episodes of Hemlock Grove and was just like, I don't think I'm going to watch those pictures anymore. With Famke Johnson. I hear Luke Cage is very good. I, I hear these things as well. Yeah. I uh, know. I, I like JRPGs because I like the narrative that it's telling. Even when it's, like, crazy and fantastical. Like, I, like when something like uh, Shin Megami Tensei for Apocalypse comes out, right? And it's and it is dumb and it is very anime. But it's also telling this, like, weird, interesting story about, like... You are a person tasked with killing God. And yeah. that's and that's cool. Um and interesting and like not highly original. Um, but like it's weird. And, and it's all yeah, and it's not something you convey in other mediums. Right. Easily I mean, well, animation. Right, sure. right, right. But okay. like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like because if you were to try and like do this as a live action thing and you were just like, Well, I gotta have a person to come and play god and it's gonna look weird like it, there's there's gonna be crazy stuff well, like that and when you take it into an animation space you can like your the an uh, the the animators and uh imagination really is what can like is the only limiting factor well, of this and people are so yeah. fucking good at animating it's crazy it is good crazy uh, like but, i but wish I... I could draw i like because it's because it's incredible I mean, you probably can draw, just not well. Not well, yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, no, but like, I like building my character. I yeah, like and I think that that's a big part of it. I, I because it feels like that that is my agency in in this game in this story, where like uh, I am in the story of I have to go kill a god, and if I'm in that story, I'm going to fucking I'm going to hit the gym or you know whatever the equivalent of hitting the gym is in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I was just thinking of something like uh, Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Like for I that one, that. I feel like it's like the sense of discovery is something that was able to make that un- that cinematic experience unique to it being a game that it wouldn't feel as special if it was just a movie. And that is a hundred percent true. Like in a movie, they probably would have shown you these parts, right? But like in the game, you you could very easily just like just keep walking not go and check a side path, and just go to the next marker. But if you do veer off the path, and you do get this side path, and, you just, and you're just and you just in this world that seems like it's 1902 or whatever, but you happen to be on, like, a flying machine, and then you hear a bunch of people singing a Beach Boys song, you start to question everything. And it's just, like, this little bit where you're just like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. And that feeds you wanting to actually discover more. And I think that that's, like, something, too, like, when they make, when you I think something that, like, makes games feel more... I think cinematic... Like, I guess cinematic and immersive are sometimes the same thing to us in this conversation. I, I Yeah, uh, I think we're... We might be doing think, that too much, yeah. But I think that, like, Maybe hiding... What the fuck Pete is cooking? Like, how many... Like, I don't... <laughs> like, is it okay? Like, does he... It seems like he's been cooking it in the microwave for a long fucking time. 
<laughs> and I feel bad. Like now, I feel bad that we've like put him on blast about it because he just wants food. Like he I does. understand that. I'm hungry. Yeah, I, I really. I need to. Um, once we finish this, I'm ordering something. Uh, you start ordering it now. Um, I don't know how long this is gonna go for. We gotta end this soon, right? Like, I don't it's know. Getting... We've said that so many times before. 150 times before, pretty much. I, I was going to say, like, covering up the the seams of a game yeah. is something that goes a long way in making it cinematic. Uh, like, hiding load times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like, all these... Um... Tropes of a game. Yeah. So, all right, so I, the question is, do you think they... Sorry, go ahead. Justifying stuff beyond it just it's of a game. Yeah. Goes a long way in, 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 in doing that. Okay, so my question to you is, do you feel like games should be cinematic? I think you can go for it in some ways. I think you take it, like, obviously take something from everything. Right. Like, you know, learn stuff. Storytelling is storytelling. Yeah, but I think that, like... You still need to have good writing behind whatever you're doing. Yeah, because, like... Man, that opened his Grand Theft Autos and, and Tomb Raiders and all that stuff, like... They take a lot from movies, and oh, like totally. if Grand Theft Auto, they will like take they scenes steal from stuff movies. though. That's different. Yeah, it's like here's Heat. Remember Heat? Here it is. Like here is literally part of like, isn't one scene like literally like uh, part of Goodfellas and stuff like that? Like they, I mean, they. What is it? What was the second Grand Theft Auto three? Um, the one in Miami. Yeah, but that's fucking Scarface. Yeah. Like, so, like take Scarface. stuff from that, like. I don't know, it's weird, because, like, then you think of, like, remember all the Star Wars games where they're just, like, everyone just wants to do the trench run a bunch of times? I did want to do the trench run a bunch of times, though. I know, right? And, like, they just put it up, <laughs> and, like, I'm, like, now I want to do that, like, the, but the problem is, like, can you get that same feeling? Yeah. And, like, it's tied to different things, like, I don't know how to figure this out. Yeah. I'm now less sure. Uh, yeah, and, like, half, but, like, Half-Life was also, like, good at this stuff, because, like, Again, they let you, without even having your character talk, mm-hmm. they let you get immersed in the world and, like, had this, the cutscenes play out around you and, like, let you interact with what would normally be a movie. Right. No, that's true. Yeah, Half-Life is a good example of this, actually. Uh, but, again, it's, it's like, sometimes, some games will mesh the two. When you talk about David Cage, when you talk about, like, a Telltale or whatever, they're trying to mesh narrative and gameplay into one thing. Uh, however, it, it might work well and it might be a travesty. You know, it really kind of depends on a lot of things. It depends on the execution. It depends on, like, how well the gameplay works. It depends on the voice acting um, and what that, like, drops you at. Um, some games will just, like, be like, here's a cinematic bit. Here's a game bit. I'm going to paste this onto this at, like, the scene. They, they keep the, the, the two sides separate. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then some are more arcadey. Don't try and be anything, uh, even remotely cinematic or story driven. And uh, some can be completely story. Some can be just you reading text. Um, and some people might not even consider that a game. And so what? Oh wow, we were trying to define cinematic. What do we define as a game? Something you interact with? I don't know anymore. I think it has to be. I think interaction is a big part of it. I don't know if a win-lose state... I don't think win-lose state matters. I don't I think, think it matters either. But because you win-lose... Have have, you have to do something. You have to, like, if left alone... It will not it progress. Would... Yeah. Right. Because you're not uh, doing anything. Like, I, the 
the characters of a movie will get to the end of that movie whether you see it or not. The characters of a game, yeah, it should be what you, yeah, exactly. You need to get them to the end, right? That that yeah yeah I I I I I, I sign on to this. Okay, are you just doing that because we've been doing this for like two and a half hours? No, I do agree with you, okay. but we have also been doing this for two and a half hours. Holy Possibly crap. Possibly more. No. no, we start... We It is 10.30. That's about three. Yeah, 2.50 in the Skype thing. Oh, my God. Um, takes, I think we solved it. I think we solved everything. Let's... You know what, Alex? Where can you find us? Shortwavegaming.com. You can find us on Twitter, at Shortwavegaming. Why do we do the end of this? Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Shortwavegaming. <laughs> I don't know. But, Great yeah. podcast. Oh! Checking the email. Check the emails. In closing, games can be like movies sometimes. Yeah. Borrow good stuff from them. Yeah. But know but how they don't to do have it, to right? Be movies, though. That's yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, if anyone's around, I guess uh, this Saturday, grief, uh, grief, po- or Sunday, this Sunday, which is October 8th, 9th, mm-hmm. 2016, Grief Podcast Meetup at Mr. Magoo's in the Bronx around 2 2 30. Uh, should be fun. Uh, yeah, it's our official Absolutely. meetup. It's our first official meetup. <laughs> and remember to bring your official group pancakes. Oh yeah, you gotta get them signed. Yep. I mean, if you're if you're a true if you're a true grief head, then yeah. you'll have it. Yeah. No, totally. Like no one listening to this doesn't have that. No one listening to this is. Everyone listening to this is going to show up. By that I mean Colin. He said he's going to show up. All right, what do we have? No emails? emails. Nope, just just Dell spam. All right, Alex. <laughs> Alex, thank you for being here with me. Thank it's, you, Tix. It's it's been 150 episodes. It's felt like 149. So, <laughs> and here's the 140 more. 149 more. 150 more. Fuck it. We're going. I before we uh, started this, I tried to look up like longest running podcasts. Couldn't find any lists of it. Then I think that's us, then. I think we're the longest running podcast. Yeah, that's how it works. Suck it, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Eat it, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. You guys got nothing on the Grief Podcast and all of our griefers and grief teds and griefianiacs. Griefianiacs? Yeah. Alex, we're going to see you next time after we try VR. PSVR. That's going to be exciting. Are you looking forward to that? Wow. Cinematic experience, we don't even talk about the possibility of VR, of VR and what it can do for it. Uh, that's true. Uh, but you know what? That's for another night. That's That'll be brief we... VR coming soon. I'm excited to try this out. Yeah, me too. I, I, I actually am. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time on The Creep Podcast. <laughs>